Hey! Welcome to the Bloody Hell Podcast. I'm Cass, and this is Carly, and Carly, what episode are we covering today? Ginger Snaps! We are covering the 2000 slash 2001, yeah, multiple release, yeah, whatever, um, movie Ginger Snaps, at my request. This is Cassie's goth, goth. This is Cassie's goth trash. My goth Epitome trash, of my happiness baby. of high school. Yeah. And when she asked if she could do this, I was like, you just want to reminisce and 16-year-old you? And you were like, yes. Yes. Yes, I do. I originally, because uh, it was my turn to pick the movie, and I was going to pick Chopping Mall because I wanted an introduction into my taste in horror films, which is... Campy as fuck. Campy, <laughs> bad... Just campy, bad horror films in the 70s and 80s. But Ginger Snaps is something special to me. Something ridiculously special. Ridiculously. Ridiculous! So- ridiculous! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> something very special to me because I idolized it as a teenager and I lived by it being uh, emo goth trash in the early 2000s. And it shaped who I was back then, and now that I watch it as a 30-year-old, I want to punch my former self. There were a lot of scenes while watching it, I was like, oh, I could see you doing this. <laughs> yep, I can see. I didn't know you when you were 16, but I could just imagine you walking through your Catholic schoolgirl as, like, Bridget or Ginger. I definitely idolized Ginger. And I was Ginger. just like, I could see no, I definitely idolized Ginger, and I based a lot of my style. I remember wearing, like, the bird skull necklaces. You still have one of them somewhere, don't you? Possibly. I think I repurposed it for cosplay. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're covering that. Um, so this movie is a werewolf movie, and it's a very edgy movie. It came from a small independent Canadian studio. So it's an independent film. It had a very small budget, about $4.5 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah about that. About yeah. that, about that. Um, it was banned in the UK upon release because of the violence towards uh, teenagers. UK likes to ban They banned things a lot back then. But... This movie also struggled to get funding because it came out or it was being pitched around the time of the Columbine school massacre slash a lot of school massacres at that time. So they, they were very hesitant of showing violence towards teenagers, which is quite ironic being a um, horror film and all horror films are violence towards mm. teenagers. Well, it had a lot of like dark suicidal themes to it and yes, it did. murder and I don't think that's what they wanted to promote in 2000. Troubled teens in high yeah, school. That, like, yeah, that's not... Yeah. Okay, I get that, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely get that. This movie didn't do so well upon release. No, no, it didn't. It only probably grossed about half five and a half. Yeah. Half mil five after half? release. Oh, yeah. I thought it only did half a mil. Like, half a mil? Okay. It like barely made yeah. its money back. It was not well received. But, but I feel like it's one of those movies, so as someone who I didn't watch it in high school, I feel like I watched it at like a sleepover and I saw bits and bobs of it. Same. But same. as someone who's more of a cra- like the craft, mm. I know you get the craft and you get ginger snaps and they're just like, yeah. be friends. That's right. <laughs> like this movie came out when I was 10, so I did not see it back then. No. But mm. I did see it when I was like 16, 17. It was that sleepover mm. movie that you had to get by because this was an MA15. So I was just able to get this in my local Blockbuster. So you didn't get banned from Blockbuster? I didn't get banned from Blockbuster. <laughs> banned from Blockbuster. Uh, banned from do you Blockbuster. Want to do it again? <laughs> no, that's fine. We can put my horrible English in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got half. 
half a glass of wine already. She's tanked off her face. And the champagne's coming soon. I also want to say thank you to our loyal uh, viewers, our wonderful friends, um, made us a beautiful wine glass, um, and they have our logo on it, bloody hell, with each of our names. So now when we have our glasses of wine or coffee, when we're recording or tequila, oh <laughs> god, we wouldn't get through half an hour of a bloody podcast. Our bloody podcast is so funny. <laughs> We're having fun today. We're, We're in a today. really weird mood and it's showing and it's fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have these beautiful glasses uh, made for us by our wonderful friend Sue. Thank you so much. We love them. They're yeah, fantastic. She gave us a bottle of what we call the dog wine. <laughs> dog wine. <laughs> We've been drinking the dog wine for five, six years now. That was since we know each other because it's that $10 bottle that's really nice. Yeah, it's our go-to wine. It's our go-to. I'd message you after work, and I'm like, wine? And you're like, dog wine? Yep. Yeah. We go to the bottle shop, and we would be like, do you have the dog wine? And they give you a really weird look, but know what you were talking about. Yeah, um, it's a Tasmanian wine. It's got a Tasmanian devil on the front of it, and it's called the Fifth Leg, also known as Devil's Lair. And no, it's dog wine. It's, it's dog wine. That's we it. love it. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. free free spruik for uh, Devil's Lair. Thank you so much we for your beautiful you. wine. And do you remember... You... Sorry, I cut you off. That's all right. Do you remember years ago when we had that um, cosplay championship we're watching with our friend compete overseas? Oh, no. Yes, I And do. it was about... 9 30 10 o'clock in the morning yeah and you lived up the road from a bottle o and we were like let's go get some wine and watch our friend compete because over in america where she was competing it was like god like 2 30 in the afternoon so we were like let's go celebrate her win yep and the guy at the bottle shop was like oh are you two girls going for a lunch and we're like yes yes yeah. we are and yeah. then we went back about an hour later and got another bottle and we had to confess we we're watching cosplay championships because <laughs> yeah, he was like <laughs> Are you ladies off to a luncheon, like a champagne breakfast or something? And we're like, it's probably just more normal if we just say, yes, yes, we're having a champagne breakfast. Mm-hmm. Not, we're going to watch the C2E2 cosplay championships and cheer our friend on. Oh, and then every time we would go back, he would just give us this look of like, it's my friendly neighborhood alcoholics back again. Yeah, it's okay. I don't live in that suburb anymore. I've moved 100 kilometers away from that. <laughs> liked him he was, was fine nice. they were fun they were fun they knew us they knew us we're not alcoholics That's, we promise look i used to work for a bottle shop and it was kind of like oh no you know us <laughs> yeah when i knew people off, off, off like i would know people by like their membership and i would say their name and they'd be like oh no, oh, no. you know me by name and i'm like you, you you get the membership card i just scanned it That's you're like, also here every three days <laughs> <laughs> probably less than that <laughs> Yeah, no. no. Whenever we have like two dollar clean skin days, you know, like all oh, the clean. Yeah, yeah. In Australia, clean skin is a unlabeled bottle of wine, usually from really cheap, cheap, cheap. Um, uh, what's the word? Salads, wineries, wineries. Salads. I thought it was just like the dreggy leftover wine of like we just can't quite get rid of this. So we're gonna put it in like those wine bundle packs, which are really fun. They so, no, there's actual like those packs. <laughs> There's actual wineries that do make these that are dedicated to making these uh, clean skins and um, yeah they're cheap, they're cheap. They're um, yeah. Some of them are good, and by that I mean Pinot Noir, and that's about it. Can we call them hangover juice? No, I just call them sangria juice because well, because you don't put good wine in sangria. You just put whatever wine in sangria and you mix it with some triple sec, and it's fantastic. This is true. I do like sangria. No, sangria is good. I wish it's sangria after this. <laughs> We're having champagne after this. Thank you, Nick, for giving us the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh. you for my birthday wine. 
We're not alcoholics, but it's a Sunday afternoon and we're filming our podcast. Anyway, um, Ginger Snaps. Um, that's a rant. <laughs> that's okay. That's what we do. We talk. Um, Ginger Snaps is, yeah, a movie that I idolized as a teenager and I tried to live like these girls in the film, which is Emily Perkins and Catherine Isabel. Emily Perkins, you probably know her from the 1991 It movie. Um, she played a very young Beverly Marsh. Or if you watch the movie Juno, she's a chick in the um, pregnancy clinic. That oh, she <laughs> is! Oh my god, she is! I could not place her because when you said she was in Juno, I was like, where is she in Juno? Yeah, no, she's a um. Oh my gosh, she is. <laughs> That's she's, great. Yeah, the Planned Parenthood clinic. That's where she's from. Yeah, she's yeah. a golf girl in that. Love it. Yeah. And Catherine Isabel, who is, I would... It has a great history with horror movies. Like, so she was in Freddy vs. Jason, 2002 Carrie. So both these girls have a uh, Stephen King background. And um, she was also in Snoop Dogg's Bones. I left you to do all the research for this episode, so I'm learning just as much as everybody (laughs) else is this time. (laughs) I love them because that was my first introduction to actors and actresses playing teenagers who are in their mid-twenties. Yeah, because I was so jealous that I didn't look like Catherine Isabel as a goth girl. And my mum had to explain to me that she is in her mid-twenties. There's no way that your teenage body can look like that. And I'm Googling it and I was like, oh, she's right. So even as like my adult body, I'm still like, damn it. <laughs> How did I not get that? <laughs> I'm going to get bit by a werewolf or some mummy period. That is literally the plot of the movie, by the way. Um, short summary, too long, didn't read, is... Alternative teenagers, one gets their period, gets bit by a werewolf, insanity ensues. Can I add in though, if they literally just listened to their parents, none of this shit would have gone down. And, and got, didn't leave the house. And they've got the best mum ever. I actually oh, I love, love the mum. I thought she was so annoying as a teen, and now I'm watching it and I'm like, I would have killed for you as yeah. a mum. There's a scene there where Ginger yells at her mum like, to go away when she's trying to like shave like her fluffy legs. Yeah. And I'm like, if I said that to my mother, she would have slapped me. Yeah. And like probably locked me away for like a month. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that scene, she's like, but she's in the bath and mm-hmm. her mum just walks into the bathroom. He's like, that's nothing I've ever seen before. As a teen, yeah, I probably would have yelled at my mum like, yeah. yeah. I know your mum and she still would have probably slapped and yelled at you and locked you away for a month as well. Oh yeah. Your yeah. dad would have been like. Dad would have changed the eh, Wi-Fi password. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's what dad did. He would be like, oh, Cassie's acting up, change the Wi-Fi password. Yeah, your poor sister who had to get all the consequences. Oh, that's okay. I knew how to log into the router and change the password back. Nerd. Shut up. I liked my internet. How do you have internet? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this movie, it, it did average at the box office. It was, yeah, it was okay. But it ended up getting a very big cult following. So this is one of those movies that you would call a cult classic, um, but that didn't pick up until like about five years after release. Well, four or five years, because then they brought out a back-to-back sequel and sequel sequel. So there was Ginger Snaps two and three back-to-back in two thousand and four or five, and they were hot garbage. They were absolutely hot garbage. This movie absolutely dates itself to 2001, 2000. Watch the original. Do not touch the second and third. Maybe the third, not the second. But yes, that is my view on that. Um, who else was in this movie? Oh, yeah, the mom. The mom, Mimi Rogers. Mimi Rogers. Uh, she was Susie Maxwell in Ash vs. Evil Dead. She was um, Kelly's mom. 
who Kelly mm. had to... How did she die? I think she got impaled by something. And that's essentially how, like, Kelly's whole character arc happened. But, mm. yeah. yeah. She, she was good in that for yeah. the episode she was in. Other worthwhile stuff she was in was she was, like, in um, the uh, Two and a Half Men when they killed off Charlie Sheen and Ashton Kutcher came in. She played Ashton Kutcher's mother. Never watched Two and a Half Men. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> I think that was just that little bit too before my viewing age and then by the time I was old enough to appreciate it I had like missed the ship I'm pretty sure those came out when we were in our when I think when they killed off Charlie Sheen that was when we were in our late teens early 20s we knew about the drama of him but not really what he was involved we didn't, we in weren't with attached him to the himself show. we were not involved no, no um, Two and a Half Man was just such a dad show to me I just couldn't my dad liked it I thought it was weird it is weird. It is Even weird. looking back now, like, this is a weird How show. does a man and freaking millionaire for creating TV jingles? Yes, I know how much the economy is in TV jingles, but Jesus Christ. That's not what he did for That's what job. he did. He just oh, created jingles. That's all he did. I learned something new today. Yeah, there you go. I'm learning lots of things today, actually. I know. Juno, two and a half men. Look at <laughs> you go. Cassie consumed a lot of media as a teenager and never left the house. Pretty much what I do today. So you left the house at some point? Yeah, I know. See, like, this is why I'm, I'm not completely translucent with my skin tone. See, you say translucent, and my brain just automatically goes to the boys, <laughs> and they have a stick of dynamite up your butt. <laughs> Cassie's now sipping her wine, pretending to ignore my bullshit, because she knows I'm not wrong. All right, so here's some fast facts about Ginger Snaps. Do you want to do the fast facts today? Oh, I Because this you... is a you episode. This is a me this episode. Is have you. you written fast facts in this document? I have, I have, but this is a you episode, and I was just covering just in case you didn't research. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's some fast facts about Ginger Snaps. So, um, fun fact, that school that Ginger Snaps was shot at is the same school that they used its scary stories to tell in the dark. <gasps> no way! It is! Yeah. Oh, I love that movie! Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah! See, I'm learning so much! <laughs> I love this! I can sit back and sip my wine and you can deal with this whole episode. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah. Scary stories to tell, scary stories to tell. School in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Great school. Wonderful. Don't visit the school. Don't be weird. Most of this film was shot at night, and so for most daytime scenes, they actually used giant floodlights to make it look like it was daytime. I did know that. I did read that, and I was like, well, dang, that's a very powerful light, and how big was your electricity bill? <laughs> I'm wondering if it was the, um, you know how, we don't, in Australia, we don't really get it, but people, like, in, like overseas, I'll say, like, nighttime, but it's, like, mm. 7 p.m., and it's still daylight outside. Yeah, we get I'm to 6 o'clock, like, and it's pitch black. Yeah, because I do notice with some scenes, like, it would look kind of overcasty with the weather, but there mm. would be, like, this afternoon sun on the buildings, and I'm wondering if that was the floodlight. Maybe. I don't know. Like, cool. Maybe like good. Yeah, like, I know when... There's been a lot of like films that sh- are shot at night time. Uh, sorry, at daytime, and they make it look like nighttime, which mm. is really cool. I've never seen it done in reverse, so that would really be cool to. That was cool. Probably look at. I wonder why they did that. If it was just like a, it was easy to film at the school and the locations, and if it was just cheaper, or if it was actually like a. I know. Well, choice. they did do all the filming in six weeks, so maybe they're on a time limit. They were just like screw it, let's screw just do it these massive ass yeah. lights and get it done. It'd be interesting. I have no idea. Um, let's see, what else have I got here? Um, um, so if you've seen this film and you've seen the dynamic between the two lead actresses, you'll notice that they pass off as a very good dynamic duo as sisters. Like, they're very believable as sisters. And that's because both Catherine Isabel and Emily Perkins, they 
went to the same primary school, they went to the same elementary school, and they both went through the same talent agency. So, twinning, and then they auditioned on the same day, and both got the part. Which I have is, a question to yes. ask you. Aren't they both now also streamers? Um, yeah, actually. Uh, no, wait, yes. Catherine yeah. Isabel is a big streamer right now. Um, Emily Perkins is, she's an accidental streamer because, um, her tag on Twitter or whatever got mistaken for a, um, stream team, like an esports team. Oh no. And she just, she pointed it out, but they were all good sports with each other and they just milked it for what it's worth and she got a shirt out of it. And I think she's done a few surprise streams oh. out of it. It's been really cute. That's fun. Mm. I like that. I like that. But yeah, Catherine Isabel, she's on Twitch sometimes, which is pretty cool. Does she play games, or does she just do, like, just chatting, or what does she do? She does do play games. She's played games a few times, but I think she mainly does just chatting. Like, she hangs out with people, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I've never really tuned into her streams. I, like, watched a few seconds to be like, holy shit, does she do this? And Is yeah. this actually you? Yeah, no, she's pretty cute at it. It's not really like good. some random with, like, a cardboard cutout just sitting there pretending to be like, hello, mm-hmm. I'm playing a game today. Mm-hmm. And my last fact, which is probably my favourite, which is probably why I love this film so much, is... Is the director, John Fawcett, absolutely refused to have CGI effects in the film. He opted for all the special creature effects to be done prosthetically, like practical effects. And if you know me, I love practical effects. I don't know how, I don't care how shit it looks. I love it. I prefer it to CGI. If it's CGI, I kind of also want that to be terrible as well. So, I don't know. I like it being like, like chopping more with the lasers. I like bad special effects. But I love good practical effects, which is probably why I love this movie with its practical um, werewolf makeup and latex suits. I think that's really cool. So it wasn't the girls wearing the bird skull necklaces that you related to a little bit too much in okay. high school. In high school, just that. In high school, I, Okay, in high school, I was like my idols, and as an adult, I'm like fuck yeah, practical effects. Because it has big Buffy vibes with the practical effects. Oh yeah, very, 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 very big Buffy vibes. Very big Buffy vibes. Anyway, with the practical effects done, how about we head into the movie? Dun, dun, dun! When I rewatched this, I thought that we had a dodgy copy and this wasn't the movie. Because it starts off panning on this suburb and I'm just like, did we just look the first Harry Potter movie? Is this Privet Drive? Speaking of dodgy copies, we do have to have one story before we start this whole episode though. Oh, okay. Speaking of dodgy copies, do not buy DVDs from eBay, people. (laughs) Oh, yes. So here we take a bit of pride in trying to buy the DVDs and actually watch them and be good girls about that sort of stuff because piracy is bad and don't be a Captain Morgan but this time we got screwed over big time and we bought a pirated copy on eBay yeah well you got it you thought it was real because you paid like $12 for it and you're like yep perfect got it excellent got this and um no I opened it and the smell of like the ink oh inkjet the inkjet paper and I was like Oh no. <laughs> but it came in this weird little plastic sleeve and I'm like, oh maybe it's just like really bad. Maybe it's like it's old printed, or it's old. So, yeah. Like, oh some D V covers are this legit janky looking. Mm, especially with it being an independent film. Exactly. Yeah. I thought I was like, oh, okay, it's a little bit dodged, but alrighty. And I opened up the sleeve and I could smell it and I'm like, oh no. What's that song that everyone plays at the moment on like TikTok where it's like, oh, oh no. no, oh, oh no. no, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> That was going through my brain, and I opened it, and I like took the disc out, and I was like, "Fuck!" (laughs) (laughs) 
It's very poorly printed. And cut up too. Like you can see where like they just got scissors uh, in even using guillotine. Um I mm, and a big thing we do so hard is to try and actually buy the movies because I collect things like that too because I like hoarding shit. <laughs> so now I'm sad. I can't add it to my collection. I need to go spend another like fifteen dollars and buy it again. Yeah, the whole <laughs> drinks will probably be like thirty. <laughs> I know. I thought I got a good deal on eBay, and I was just like, cool. So um. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing with eBay, eBay is still very um, prevalent in Australia. So in the states, you guys have Amazon. Amazon in Australia is pretty garbage. We, we, mm, we're we not discuss we're, Amazon in Australia. We're not as, we're not big with Amazon in Australia. Whereas with um, eBay, it's like our Amazon. Like we, there's a lot of resellers on there that are actually quite legit. Mm. Kind of to the point where you almost don't read reviews and descriptions. You just make as sure well that, as you should, because it is such a legit platform. Yeah, like their Australia. reviews are over ninety eight percent, and they have. I'm oh, sorry, their, yeah, their ratings are over ninety eight percent, and they have that little like Australian stock icon You're in like, their photo. Yeah, like, cool, yeah, cool, cool it, be here next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of legitimate shops here in Australia, they actually sell on eBay. Like, mm. there's like um. The place that I bought my phone, um, Mobile City, I bought it from the actual shop, but then they also have an eBay store where they sell from. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just a big thing here in Australia. Like so easy, like, 65% of my DVDs are from eBay. Mm. And they've just all been from people's collections, or they've just been from, like, blockbusters mm-hmm. closing down. and Yeah. It's just not an uncommon thing. So I got screwed over, and the sad thing is I got done by the same seller once before. Oh. Which makes it double mad. I tried it by oh, Sleepaway Camp. You've done it twice. I've done it twice. Oh. You think I would have learned? <laughs> yeah, no. We were excited about doing Ginger Snaps. Yeah, yeah, we were very excited. We did watch it. We did watch we it. We did watch, watch it. it. We did watch I it. I mean, it's not going straight in the bin. It's just going to get snapped after this episode because I don't like. Yeah, that. don't want to support no, that. No, I'm not into that. Okay, so that was my segue. That's sorry. all right. No, no, that's a good segue. <laughs> that's um, we tried to be ethical and put money towards it, but I can assure you, after this episode is done, we're probably going to go buy a legitimate copy. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, it's just hard to buy movies made from 2001 by independent studios. So, like, off to DVD King in the City we go? <laughs> yeah, one that's going to be region locked to Canada. Oh, that's also a problem I've had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, man. Okay, so, back to the start of the movie. It's an overcast day. The suburbs are looking grey. Um, so dramatic today, I aren't you? Know. Oh. I know. This is my... I finished my first glass. I'm going to need a top-up soon. But anyway, so, it's an overcast day. And we're panning over this suburb of houses. It's very picturesque, very pretty. I thought this movie wasn't the correct one because of how pretty this looked. Anyway, a mother is raking leaves in her yard, and she looks over her son lovingly, who is playing in a sandbox. The son looks curiously into the sand. You don't see what he's looking at. But then he touches his face. With whatever he put on his hands. <laughs> You're so serious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let me do this. And then, oh, it's a 2001 edgy movie. Let me be dramatic. I know. I love it. You were like in your element. And <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just wait till next episode, people. Wait until we get halfway through this, and I'm like two glasses in, and I'm like, are we done yet? <laughs> <laughs> and then he touches his face, and a red liquid appears on his top lip. Project that the child did not get his period as I first thought. Yeah, because this movie is about periods. Carly thought I was like, did the kid get a period? I was like, what? Because I was imagining a bit like Carrie, because I knew the whole oh, plot yeah. was like it was very period based. So I was like, okay, cool. It's just me like Carrie. She doesn't get right into it. And then when that happened, I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. This isn't like Carrie. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And the mother walks lovingly up to her son, still not seeing the uh, red liquid adorning his top lip. And then she sees it. And then you hear a scream. And all of a sudden, we get a zoom up on the doghouse. Not the puppy dog. Baxter is dead! <laughs> Baxter fertilizer! Baxter's fertilizer! <laughs> Actual quote. Um, because oh, then she picks up, in the sandpit, she picks up a uh, dog paw with the bone hanging mm-hmm. out. Um, so we have, uh, dog lovers, I'm very sorry, but there are a lot of mutilated dogs in this film, and it is a reoccurring theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so don't watch this if you get sensitive about the idea of your pets, specifically dogs. Go pat your child now. Go pat and hug Go your child your now. Yeah. Maybe a cat. Um, maybe keep them indoors at night, because this is one thing that did annoy me. Is they, actually yes, I. Mm. They made it a very big thing that there's this like all over the news that there's this thing attacking their dogs at night, and nobody thought to keep their dog Inside. indoors at night. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Baxter is like okay. They did stick a chain link fence around his doghouse, but they kind of trapped him in. They stuck a chain link fence around his doghouse, and then they kind of because you could see his cadaver. And he had this chain going from his collar to the doghouse. So he obviously tried to run and could not because he's trapped there. Maybe they have like good intentions. Like they tried to keep it out, but they should have just kept the dog inside. Put the dog inside. They look like a giant German shepherd. Put I don't care. Keep the dog inside. inside. You know something's going around eating the other animals. My dog is coming inside. Yeah, I don't it. care about my that fancy exactly floors or my couch or the carpet. Anyway, so Bax is dead and the mother is screaming her head off. And next you see Emily Perkins's character, Bridget, walking out of her garage, looking very, um, I'm going to say frumpy. Like Frumpy's the, a word. Frumpy's a good word to describe her. They, they, they definitely styled the sisters, like, very mousy-like, but they obviously made Ginger the older sister who could do the coming-of-age, I'm-now-hot transformation. So Yeah, her sister was very, I have, I can't pinpoint what it reminds me like how she was dressed reminds me of it was a very frumpy no it was um jawbreaker oh yeah jawbreaker yeah, jawbreaker yeah, that's, that's it. what it, pe- it reminded me of was um i can't remember the character's name um they were very like hiding they're doing the billy eilish thing of like hiding their figures yeah but this was very intentional by the costume department mm. they had the whole theme of ginger wearing her massive fuzzy sweaters and then ditching them when she started becoming more like a wolf. And yeah. that, it, just, it represented the closeness of with her and her sister. They were together. They were a bond. They dressed the same. They acted the same. They were essentially one. And then yeah. they weren't anymore. That's yeah. it. That's it. But they dressed very like, um, I'm going to just say layers, like Adam's family, just lots of layers, like the hippie skirts, the, it was all, it's just the worst wig known to mankind. <clears throat> Which I will say everyone gave shit for the wig in the craft that Sarah wore yeah. and no one gives shit to this wig in this movie like <laughs> that one this is a very more this is more of an independent movie than craft I know but like yeah I know, they, I know. the uh, wig that Emily Perkins got was <laughs> absolutely atrocious horrible she's a natural brunette and they gave her this dark brown wig that looked absolutely disgusting I wonder why they did that like was there a reason like did they just need to tease her hair so much that it just gets to the point of like they're not gonna bother Maybe it was to appear more like teenager hair or something Maybe. Like that. I would like to know why. 
Maybe she has naturally thin hair. I don't remember. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. They just needed it to be, like, all over her face. Like, maybe just wasn't doing it. Yeah. Her natural hair. And I was like, you know what? We'll just get a wig. Yeah. Like, I remember... I, one thing I did idolize about her in this film was because she always had her hair covering one side of her face. I used to do that because I had really long hair. And then my mom started calling me Cyclops and then I stopped. Like, from the X-Men? Or just, like, the monster, like, in Disenchantment? Just, like, the monster, the actual Greek mythology monster. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah I can see your mom doing that. <laughs> yeah. I love your mom. She's great. Yeah, she yeah. tells you how it is. <sighs> Thanks, mom. Love you, mom. Hi, <laughs> Cassie's mom. Anyway. I'm still down to buy that cat if you want. Hmm? Anywho. Bridget is walking out of the garage holding some tools of what Carly can describe as... Is she making a bomb? I thought they were making a bomb. They were. Like, well, like, it sounded like they were. Because, first of all, she's walking out. She sees a mother, like, screaming over their dead dog, Baxter. All the kids in the cul-de-sac, like, playing hockey. And she's like, Baxter! They and the kids are Baxter. like, oh, okay, cool. And just go back to playing hockey. <laughs> the entire neighborhood just stops, <laughs> looks at this lady and goes... Okay, and then they just go oh, back. Oh, this poor lady's in hysterics. These kids are like, oh, this is another day in our cul de sac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's that really, um, what's the name of that dog that just kept barking and she's like, shut up. Oh, man. It... It's Norman. Ready? I... No, no, I, I think I've got it in my notes. Um, I, I'm, um... I wrote it down somewhere too. Because um, he comes back. Um, 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 um. Oh, my God, it's Norman, you dumbass. Norman! Norman! Yes, that's it. Holding she... again, so it's like a bit more less like. Anyway, so yeah, then Norman's barking his head off. Recurring theme Norman barking his head off. And Bridget just goes, shut up, Norman. And then heads in the house, and one of our favorite lines that Carly just quoted before comes out. She goes into her and her sister's room, which I think, because they're living in like the basement, but then they pass a lot of like um, what I assume is renovations. So I'm wondering if they're renovating their rooms. I just assumed, like, they were just living in the basement because that was, like, the cool thing to do when their mum is quite cool. So yeah. she was just like, yeah, mother has... live in the basement, you go live in the basement. That's I'm not going to question it. Because I'm like, don't you guys get a better bedroom than this? Because, like, the but, aesthetic like, of the house is so different. But then, yeah. yeah she... I think their parents are just super chill with them. They mm. you go do you. Like, their beds are like hospital beds. Yeah, so. that's true. So I think the because pe- mum did say she has a very hands-off um, approach with yeah. those two. So that could be it. But um, she goes into her sister's and her shared basement room and she says... Baxter's fertilizer. Baxter's fertilizer. And then she does this like monologue about how crap the world is and everything. And I just pay... I stopped paying attention at this point. I think you I... You said at one point I would quote this entire thing and I'm like, oh no, 16-year-old Cassie. I will quote the pact that they the made. Pact. The pact. They had a... Uh, they had a... <laughs> so it was like pact. They 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 had a pact together. But they, made, when they were eight. <laughs> they were, since they were eight. They yeah, were eight. eight. I'm because like, we start off with a scene that Ginger's got a knife against her wrist, ready to cut, and then she just sits there going, "Wrists are for girls." I'm slitting my throat, and I'm like, "Oh no!" I thought they were so cool. Like that just set the tone for me. You get the worst secondhand embarrassment as well. Like you will like fetal on the couch and be <laughs> like, "No, no, 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 no." So for you to rewatch this and do that, I'm like, "Oh, I'm so happy right now." <laughs> yeah, and then she looks at and she looks at her sister and goes like, "You should hang." And Bridget is like, "Oh, that's a bit cliche, I think." And then they have this like chat about how. Suicide is the ultimate 
fuck you to the world. And I'm like, oh my god, I actually thought like this when I was their age. Yeah, I mean, that was their identity. I guess there are still people out there now that are like, this is everything and mm. they don't know any better. And- yeah, like, I, I definitely, from if I can reflect now to how I was back then... I definitely have way better ways and I've learned how to channel my anger and my emotions a lot more now. And that just came with emotional maturity. Like back then, I understand how I was the way that I was because I was growing. I thought I was a full grown adult at like 16 up to like freaking 19. I still didn't know. There's all these responsibilities being thrown on me and I thought, I'm an adult now. No, I was not. Get back in your corner, Cassie. Start coloring in. And... I can understand why people are like that now and why I was like that back then. But as an adult, I'm still going to cringe at my former self. One of those things I feel like it just comes with age. Mm-hmm. You, you can reminisce back and still do you and still be... I don't know. It's a very touchy subject, though. Yeah, so see, I can look at the microscopic things that just made me set out in anger, like yeah. really frustrated, I hate my life, what the hell is going on? And... You say that stuff to me now, and I'm just like, all right, cool. My bad. Doesn't matter in 10 years. Nope, cool, bye. That's essentially it. Yeah. But, yeah, the girls in this movie, back to the movie, rather than deep teenagehood chats, this isn't a uh, self-help teenage magazine. Um, Dolly Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> no! Put my hand up. <laughs> we are that's why like, that's getting edited out. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to mention that. No, we're no. not. We are not sponsored by BetterHelp, <laughs> and we've just lost any chance of being sponsored by them. But that's okay. That's okay. We want the wine people. <laughs> or Shutter. Shutter would be cool. Shutter would be. Hey, no, no, not too bad. I do I take Shutter. Shutter's not too bad. What's up, Shutter? <laughs> Shutter, Hunter Killer. Hey, hey. Hunter Killer. <laughs> Oh, what else? Holy or any of the wine subscriptions? Yes, coffee holy, subscription. Holy, holy <laughs> Christine. <laughs> oh, now we just want to list our interests. Um, interests or obsessions. So the girls are discussing their uh, pact that they made. And I memorized this as a teen. And I had a friend at the time that we were really close. And we loved this movie. And we kind of like... Can had... you still recite this? Can you do it now? What, Dead by 16 or God? Yeah, like the it? whole quote. Oh, God. Um, Pressure's on. Was it um, Dead by 16 or Gone in the Scene? Um, together forever, against both against life as we know it. Yes. Is that it? That's it. Good job. Right. To the side, you can see um, Bridget making something, and that's when Carly thought that she was making a bomb. She had, like, bleach. She and... had bleach, and she had, like, the um, butane, because we had them when we go camping. Like, uh-huh. That's what we use to, like, start the campfire if I can't start a fire that day. Mm. I'm like, I'm getting lazy. I'm going to get the butane thingy out, and mm-hmm. I start my fire. So I'm like, are these girls making a bomb? Mm-hmm. Should I be concerned about this? Because... I hadn't watched this movie since I was, like, yourself, like, 12, and it was at sleepovers, didn't really watch it. Mm. So my knowledge of the movie was very research for this episode, and then I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was a lot about teens and suicide and murder and that whole plot, and I knew a lot of they couldn't get funding because of, like, Columbine was a reason. Mm-hmm. And I know those people, I don't want to say who they are, those two people did use bombs in that, and I was like, are they going to try and recreate this? 
Yeah, I, I, I go went a bit school. too. Yeah. I thought way too much into it because I researched before I watched the movie, and I'm like, oh, it's oh no, it's gonna be a very deep, heavy yeah. movie like that. And I was very, very glad when it wasn't. No, no, I was so, so glad. I was like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> they're preparing for their school project, which I adore. Yeah. So their school <laughs> project was like a slideshow esque kind of thing of different ways of. Dying, dying essentially yeah. yeah suicide whatever it was just different ways of it see this is where past me so 16 year old you was like i love the characters 16 year old me would think i love what they're doing in the production for these photos for their art show oh no i use that music i did a production at school using it and this is why we're concerned about <laughs> you constantly i well i'll give you some backstory i was in grade six no not six Oh, you were in primary school. 11. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, sorry. No, no, grade 11. Grade 11. Grade 11. Grade 11. I was 16. Um, And it was in drama. And we, our drama teacher did not give you a good grade unless your, like, production was a tragedy. And so we did a tragedy. And it was, like, um, I'm not going to say too much of what it was because it is a very sensitive topic. And looking back on it now, it was, like, why did I do a production of this? Pardon? Like cringe. Like no, cringe, yeah. Place, it was a place. very, yeah. It was um, set in a certain war history. And we did a, um oh. interpretive dance to this song of us being who they were against and us dying. Oh, I'm putting two and two together. You're putting two and two together. Oh, yeah, putting yeah. two and two together. Because I don't yeah. want to name. I'm very ashamed. I, I, of I'm, I'm getting two, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I look back at it now and I'm like, oh my god, my white privileged high school, who told me like that was a good idea? It's okay to change opinions and stuff when you get older. Oh, you look yeah. back and reflect and go, oh shit, nope. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to do that. Yeah, no, we um we did an interpretive dance of being in uh, certain showers and being murdered and yeah to that song <laughs> to that song that was my little segue there <laughs> but it was fantastic yes, we had a great time in high school <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god no. again that song can just play it's like oh no oh, oh no. no oh no 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 <laughs> i was saying way too much tiktok <laughs> <laughs> but yes back to the movie with the weird <laughs> Weird, depressing, but really cool slideshow. Like, even now, I'll look back on it. I think it's pretty cool. I love the effects that they put into oh, it. Oh, but that was the one they had the fence, and she's lying on it, because they had the whole... Oh, like, yeah, she was impaled the through the fence, because, yeah. And I looked at you, and I was like, why was Meg on the fence about leaving Jinko? <laughs> <laughs> you were watching it, and you're like, can I play a re- can I say a repo reference? Will anyone get it? I'm like, I don't care. Say it. I love repo. Yeah, I know you we should watch repo. We should, we should oh, do- we should do repo. Oh, repo. Anyway, they're doing a school oh, project. And... Ginger, you get the first scene of Ginger being like impaled by a fence, and you just hear the commentary that I love from Bridget saying, "There's too much blood," and I can see your gaunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved how crude this movie was yeah. for two thousands movies. I found lots of early like, I'd say like late eighties, mid late eighties are very crude, but they were like funny crude. And then when it got to two thousand, they tried to like. They did that meta thing where everything was just funny for the sake of being funny, and they mm. weren't crude funny. This yeah. movie is just, well, I'm just going to say it's, what I'm thinking. That's it. That, but the dynamic worked. They wanted to be it like, was great. Yeah. They wanted to be sisters, like, trash-talking each other. Like, I'm stoked about this movie. Like, I did not think, honestly, I would enjoy this movie as much as I did. It's a fun time. Yeah. It's a fun time. It's, it's a fun a werewolf movie. movie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they do their school project, and it's just, like, yeah, scenes of, like, suicide, death. 
there's drinking, pills, drinking there's, cyanide tea, like there's it's and or being a paraplegic and falling down the stairs. It like, explains the bleach they had and why they had like the butane tank. Their, and, de- their mom calls it their death project. Yeah, yeah. And they show it as the school project, and the students are like, "Whoa, yeah!" And the teacher's like, "I am Whoa. disgusted." He's like, "Go to the guidance counselor yeah. separately." <laughs> <laughs> Because they're, like, glued at the hip, essentially. Yeah. Because they did point out very early on that Ginger is 16, Bridget is 15, but she skipped, skipped a grade. grade. Yes. That's how they're so together constantly. Yeah. So they did address that pretty early on, because I did think it for a quick second. Like, why they're they in the same grade? No, I did think the same. Like, I forgot that line that she says mm. in the counselor's office. And, and then they did address it very quickly. So I was very appreciative of that. Me too. So. Me too. Because I did sit there and go, why are you guys in the same class? Yeah, it's not like that weird Riverdale thing where they're all different ages and yeah. for some reason eternally stuck in high school. No, it would have been out that they were, like, they were embarrassed by the negative reaction from their teacher about the project when they did it very obviously to but that's a passion project that's what they're into that that was like essentially their baby and for someone to go this is disgusting but they knew it would disgust people but it's still their baby though that was their project they put a lot of effort into that and it as much as i knew it would disgust people it was still their project they put a lot of time yeah it's it's sad not to get the reaction that you thought you would get for the teacher to yell at them Instead of just going, that's disgusting. That is one thing I did laugh. He did punish them. Yeah. That is one thing I did laugh back then. I do look at myself back then, how I would have reacted. I probably would have reacted the same. Because I did lack the empathy Mm. to feel what the other person is feeling. Like, to understand other people's emotions and how they would react. Like, now as an adult, if I approached that teacher, I'd be like, The fuck, mate? You're not going to like any of this shit I produce. Okay, let's make something mainstream. Again, we go then go back to your drama teacher, oh, who exactly. only yeah. like tragic and torture. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. You you play the game. You play your audience. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I kind of get that now. Okay. Yeah. That's it. All right. But then they're we, playing hockey. hockey. They're hockey. playing hockey. Yeah. They're playing that really weird game where it's like, well, how will this person die? And they're talking about search and destroy. Search and destroy. Yeah. It's like. Is it a game about how this person would die? They predict someone's death because yeah. they looked at one of the girls now, like, oh, diet pills over Yeah, yeah. overdosing on diet pills. Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of would have played this game. I did play that game. I I didn't, but I would have. See, this is why we should have been friends when we were 16, <laughs> or it would have been a horrendous thing. My friend in high school at the time, we played it for a little bit, and then I lost the notebook, and I was terrified <gasps> that a school counselor would pick it up because I had been to the council's oh, I used no. to. I was a student that was in the council's office, like, every single week. Um, but I did find the book. See, we just had a burn book, like in Mean Girls, and oh. we lost that, and oh, shoot, I don't think it ever turned up. But oh. Like, oh. No, I ended up finding my notebook, thank frick. I don't think our burn book was that bad. It was pretty tame. I think we just literally quoted the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Made out with a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I think we just quoted the movie a lot, but yeah. But yeah, they're just sitting there planning everyone's deaths around mm. them. But then they catch them planning their deaths, like, is her yeah. name, was it Trish or Trisha? Trina. The curly hair girlfriend. Trina? Yes, Trina? correct. I remember, we found out her name late in the movie, because I think they were referring to her by her last name at some point. We did miss her name pretty yeah. early. We were just taking a lot of notes. And then when they said so. her name, you and I were like, oh! Because I just kept writing down like, Can you two not remember yeah. anything? Because we do watch these movies. Trina. Trina. Yeah. So we do watch these movies. We'll watch them separately as like 
background noise. Yeah, well, I, just, I'll clean my house and I'll put it on background yeah, noise. Yeah, no, I do too. Yeah, and then we'll watch it together and then we'll come and record these. What's so fresh in our noggin. And yeah. We sit there and we write notes. We're in our little notepads, writing things out. So, yeah, we usually watch them twice. One for background noise and pacing. Mm. So that way, when we watch it the second time and we're writing notes, we know what scenes are coming. But we don't feel like we're obligated to go, what I just missed? What I just missed? What's been happening? Because I did do that because this is still a very new thing for us. Yeah. So we were testing a little bit like what works best for us, what's our best mm. like time to do it. Mm. And our first episode we did, we just flat out watched it with like nothing prior. Yes. And the whole time we were just taking notes and not really paying attention to the movie so yeah. much. The second time, I don't know about you, but I had watched the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And then we came back and then I caught the end of it. You were re-watching it? That's right, yes. And then that was a bit tricky. So I think we found our little sweet formula now. But, but our, last, still... uh, our last episode, though, it's a bit hard to judge because our last episode was Happy Death Day. It was it was a tricky... And, yeah, that Groundhog Day thing oh. of just reoccurring. And they were pulling out our notes and we're like, did that... Uh, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that wasn't a good frame of reference, but I feel like a lot better now with this film. And Leprechaun we did okay for our first episode. I'm very proud of our first episode. It's been fun. Here we are, three episodes in. Look at us go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're not official at all. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> oh, and back to the movie because we get distracted by goldfish. Okay. That's alright. Um, they're playing hockey. They're playing hockey. But then, like, okay, so the girls are up. They have to ditch their cigarette, put it out because they're smoking. Oh, yeah, they're like just subtly like smoking in. They're subtly smoking behind their jackets. But you would stink. You would break. But then also they're wearing like the trench coats still, and I'm like, no PE teacher that I played with or like went to high school with would let me wear that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is it has something to do with? Was there what? Yeah. What they were wearing was that like an official uniform or something? I don't know. They don't have uniforms over there, whereas we had uniforms. I feel like they were wearing uniforms. Yeah. And I can't remember now. If they were wearing uniforms, like we'll. I just remembered white shirt and trucky pants. I feel like they were wearing uniforms. Maybe they, they were all were. wearing a white shirt and some trackies. But then they were wearing their trench coats over the top of their um trackies. Maybe it was just a just like this. Maybe it was just to show that they were the alternatives of the groups. They still stood out and yeah. didn't blend into a pack so much, maybe. I just remember in high school wearing my school uniform, sports uniform, and I tried to be different wearing my uh, my uh, Converse's as my um, PE shoes, Oof. and I was in trouble so much because oh, they weren't man. sneakers. They weren't proper sneakers. See, I remember my best friend in high school, we had the same shoe. We were next-door neighbours, so we went school shoe shopping together, mm. and we bought the exact same shoes but in different colours, and mm. we had swapped one shoe each. And we went through probably two years before the school realised that we had two different coloured shoes. And then so we went to wear white. No other shoe, only white, but then I wore my black converses. We weren't meant to wear white shoes. We went to wear black closed-in shoes. They could not be white. They could have any colour on them. They Was couldn't this for sports have... or just normal uniform? Well, we had our formal uniform and a sports uniform. Okay, and we would also sports. So you're talking about formal? School uniform. Okay, you're talking about school. Okay, no, yeah, I was so talking like about our, sports. Oh, uh, we had like, um, a school uniform and we had a sports uniform. Like, a, you would wear them to the school. Yeah. And then if you were part of, like, a special sports team you would then change into that particular uniform mm, yeah we had that with the netball students yeah, yeah yeah netball i did it for volleyball for like once and i'm like i'm gonna go back to the art room because screw this yeah i was not a sporty kid no they had to like make me an extracurricular class because i wasn't allowed outside anymore <laughs> <laughs> they're playing hockey but then like so the school so they announce that they're up and they have to play after everyone's been playing behind them mm. and so they line up ready to go Ginger looks at Bridget going, I'll cover you, and then they start. Yeah. And that meanie girl, Trina, 
comes up to like she cool um she um cross checks um Bridget Bridget with her um hockey stick she cross checks her well because she busts them playing the death game death and game and she just doesn't like them she just hates them she hates them she just she targeted her she's a popular girl picking on like the alternative kids yeah. like it's just that stereotype dynamic also side note I don't know how they're getting away with this but in the bleachers there's three teenage boys and they're screaming like woohoo baby shake it like they're literally yeah. But why they have, like, their cigarettes are, like, Bridget and, um, Ginger are just, like, hiding their smoke. And these two, bo- three boys are just, like, openly smoking on the bleachers. And the it's teacher's like, not calling them out for, like, yelling out sexual assault stuff. This could just be an us being older, generation older movie sort of thing. But I, I feel movie. like even back in 2000, that wasn't okay. No, that was not okay that back was, in 2000. No, but they like, are trying to set the scene. Yeah. But, ugh. Did not like that. But anyway, so... Back to the violence. Trina full-on cross-checks um, Bridget. Bridget down and then, like, shoulder-checks her and she just completely goes down. And she lands in, in, the a, dog in a dog carcass. Yeah. Had they not noticed that before? See, that was... I was like, were they just playing around this dead around dog? dead carcass? <laughs> I was like, just someone clean this up? Is this a biohazard? But then, like, or... everyone's standing up, like, the boys in the bleachers standing up going, that's the third dog this week or something like and that. And they still didn't think to clean it up uh-huh. or lock that dog's inside yeah no one saw this like like this is a flat field and there is this bloody <laughs> dog carcass. it's just hanging there it's very <laughs> obviously it wasn't like a little like oh what is that situation it's mm. it's still very large like she fell into it yeah yeah so anyway yeah so that's okay and it, basically end of the scene bridget um Bridget? Yeah, Bridget's covered in blood. She's a little bit in shock. Ginger just picks her up, takes, and they they, they go off to get her cleaned up, and yeah. she threatens Trina, going, if you touch my sister again, I will kill, kill you. you, or whatever. Dramatic event. Dramatic. <laughs> and my only notes here is Bridget Wig equal bad. Yeah, I see, this is where I quoted, because I'm a very big fan of the craft, so I'm very defensive of that movie. Mm-hmm. And I had written down, bad wig be bad, and people gave Sarah a wig crap in the craft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So after Bridget gets all, like, uh, washed up, cleaned up after her falling into the dog guts, we cut to, I think it's at the end of the school day. I'm assuming so, because they're at the front or, like, the side of the school, and everyone's leaving. Yeah. Everyone's, it's like, they've already had a lunch. They've had a class. I think it's the end of the day. I think it's the end of the day, because um, that Jason fellow comes up to mm. Ginger and be like, hey, um... We our... should go out sometime. Because what's our last names? Fitz... Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. They call them the Fitz Yeah. He comes up to her and goes like, hey, Fitzgerald, um, we should totally go out or something like that. And she just looks at him like, uh... And this is establishing early, like very early, how awkward they both are and how they're both not boy crazy. They're both very awkward. They're very quiet mm. and i like this setup because later in the movie when obviously things change it's like wait a minute yeah yeah i just love how she turned it down she's like uh no bye bye and <laughs> no, oh, she didn't even bye. she's like no oh and just walks away yeah. and he's like bitch yeah he calls her a bitch i'm like you have had no interactions with her apart from like harassing this? her verbally yeah like that is literally it 
But then they start, they walk in and they see that um, Trina chick and she's got her big Rottweiler dog with her. Yeah. She actually says her dogs breed later on and I just completely glazed I, over I, I mean, I was too busy taking notes. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, okay. I glazed over that. Yeah. I, there was some, I'll, when we get to that point, I'll it say It was my, a Roddy. It was definitely a Roddy. But my favorite yeah. points of that conversation were said a lot later. But, um, anywho, the... She, they, they comment about Trina and her dog, and then all of a sudden this van rocks up, and we get introduced to Sam, the gardener of the school, also drug dealer. I like his yellow van. <laughs> it's like a bright van. yellow, like, postal van almost. It's yeah, like, the creepy van yeah, that like you sell a... boy woolies for him for kids. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> children. You want to buy some lollies? <laughs> well, I'm not wrong. No, you're not. Well, he's giving a special kind of lollies to these kids. Um, he's doing, he's doing a drug deal. And then there's Trina, like, holding her dog, like, talking to him, and be like, Sam, you have my number, right? And she's, like, hair flipping, and she's like, oh, call me, call me, you have my number, right? He just completely drives off. I love seeing this character who, like, literally, like, two minutes ago was such a cold bitch. And then a guy gets involved, and she's just like, oh, I'm so loopy. She just wants free stuff from the local dealer. That's it. That is all she wants. Oh, man. Because then as soon as she turns away, she turns to Josh, not to Josh, um, Jason? Jason. 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 And she's like, I hate that I have to do that with him. And I'm just like, he didn't like, he didn't respond to you whatsoever. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Who are you not doing like this you. for? But then like later in the movie as well, it, I did confuse me, but I was like, are they going now? Or are they just like hookup buddies? Or she's legit doing this to like get free drugs. That's it. I think so. Because there's a, there's that scene later on where she walks up to him going, Sam, like she's waving him going, Sam. Yeah. And then he's like, Bridget. And she's like, like what? Oh, or- orkies. Or like, that other scene where she rocks up with her dog going, Sam, um, this was when Ginger was in his van or whatever. And he was just like, oh, God, not her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's how we met Sam, though. Now, yeah. After that, though, is where we meet, like, mum and dad. Oh, yeah, because they're having dinner. Oh, they're having dinner and, like, Ginger's very, like, my back, back is hurts. sore. I'm not feeling too crash. I'm just a bit uncomfortable. And I love the mum. The mum, like, leans over and she's like, do you think it's cramps? You know, you and your sister are like two, three years late. Yeah. And dad's just sitting there trying to like cough up his dinner. He's like, Pamela, no, we're at the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but she's and like, she's looking at her going like, because uh, I love Ginger's attitude here though. She's like, no. She's like, my spine hurts. And she's just like, well, why do you think that? She's well, pain goes upwards from the nerves, and mother. She's like, is that you think where like your tampon would sit? Yeah. Is it that area? Lower, like lower back, crushing around the side here, like accurately explaining <laughs> and cramps. And she's like, maybe. What if it is? Yeah. Obviously trying to like, find out like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then Bridget goes, oh, maybe it's just like your spine like fusing together from this weird like spinal Spinitis disease. or something. Yeah. yeah. And then the mum's just like, okay. My daughter's a screwy. Awesome. <laughs> and dad's just sitting like chowing down and then like Bridget storms, no, Ginger storms off. Ginger storms off she's uncomfortable. Then Bridget goes with her. And mum's like, you're not excused and don't you follow her. And they just go. They, they, just, go. they just go. But then the mum goes, now, where, your father and I are going out to counselling tonight. Don't leave the house. And the dad is like, Henry is going, oh, they don't leave the house anyway. <laughs> she's just like, oh, well, some help you are. But like, that sets the tone for the parents. I the parents it. are very rocky from the get-go. They're dysfunctional, but also... Very dysfunctional. Very dysfunctional, but I like how they're not, like, that's the whole character. They still, like, later in the movie, they're both still concerned for their daughters. They're both outside doing the gardening still. They're not, mm. like, that bickering dysfunctional. No. They're obviously dysfunctional, but they're not. They're not a plot point dysfunctional. It's just a joke to move on from. 
And so the next scene, the girls are outside. <laughs> Sorry, Mum and Dad. Sorry, Mum and Dad. We're going outside <laughs> The now. second they said, don't go outside, I'm like, they're so going outside. They're going outside. Apparently they had a plan to uh, find uh, Trina's dog or something. They they said something. They said they were going to lure Trina's dog out. Ginger was going to yeah. get the dog, and if Trina came out, Bridget was to uh, distract. Do something. Do yeah, something. they're going to steal her dog. Or I, I honestly, I was taking notes. So that's okay. That's all right. No, they were just fighting over it because it wasn't a major thing. It was no. just somehow to get them outside to get them outside. Yeah, like well, Bridget, Bridget was apprehensive. She's like, no, I don't want to do this, and then you know. Ginger did a whole thing. Don't have these ideas. It's your idea. We're doing it. Yeah. Ginger gaslights Bridget so, so much. Yeah. She's such a bad big sister, but she just knows. Like, if she says something to Bridget, Bridget's gonna go do it because she's the younger sister. She wants to be like her older sister. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, what was it? They they were going to yeah. They're gonna lure the dog out because they wanted to try and get footage of the killer of the dogs. Yeah. The whatever that's been killing them. They just assumed it was just like a wild animal, like a wild bear animal. or something. They just knew something was eating them and they just assumed it was. Yeah, an that's, that's, that's exactly yeah. it. But, but then they found the carcass of one. I noted at this point so far, are we up to three dog carcasses so far? So we had Baxter. Baxter. We had the rando one on the hockey field, and, and this we is have the third. this one. This is the third. This is the third dog carcass. Okay. Third dog carcass. So I was like, Jesus. Dog carcass count. Yeah. So yeah. They I mean, are... last time we had cupcake count. This time we had dog carcass. Count. Dog carcass count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is the third dead dog carcass, and they're like, all right, well, this one will do, and they go to pull pick up the limbs, and then. Um, Bridget goes, like, oh, you've got some on you. She goes, well, first off, it's warm. It's warm, yeah. They pick it up, the corpse falls, and the blood goes everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah, Bridget goes, you've got some on you. And Ginger goes, oh, okay, and lifts up her skirt as if you couldn't see it because her skirt was lifted. Yeah. And da-da-da-da. She's like, I got the curse. She got her period. And first thing in my mind was, how many times did teenage Cassie refer to her period as the curse? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot. A, a lot. lot. A lot. It, it was the curse for a solid three years before I called it the Crimson Wave. Yeah, you still do that, actually, yeah. Yeah, because pads are like a surfboard. Um, we just and, call them blog pillows. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we just call it Shark Week. Hoo-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Shark Week. Hoo-ha-ha. <laughs> Thank you, Nemo. <laughs> Thanks, Nemo. This is a very TMI episode for oh, people. It's <laughs> a coming of age film. We can talk about periods. Oh, man. They're not blue. Sorry, guys, to be disappointed. Where'd the blue thing come from? It was an old TV ad thing where they were never red. They were always oh, blue yeah. on TV because no one wanted to see that shit. So they made them blue to be more aesthetically pleasing. Anyone who finds this disturbing, I'm sorry, guys, Christians, whatever the hell. Um, you're listening to this. You're not conservative at all. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You've got a podcast called Bloody Hell. Literally, this is the bloody of it. Yeah. <laughs> we women, we get this every 21 days. Feed us chocolate wine and we'll be a friend for fine. Normalize that shit. Anywho, Ginger gets her period, also known as the curse. And yes, I did refer to it a lot during my adolescence. Um, and since she's got fresh blood, blood on her coming out of her vajayjay <laughs> breathe uh, the, she gets dragged off by the wolf wolf like, comes in wolf like, is like mm, blood yum yum I, I just wrote down the papa got her <laughs> I wrote down what my nana says which is munch munch what's for lunch <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so we get this pretty cool chase scene. It was cool. I did like the chase scene. I, I liked how Bridget was running around for a while trying to find Ginger because obviously she was taken from a wild animal. Mm. She didn't know where she was going. But if you can't handle things with flashing lights and just if you get motion sick quick, I probably would skip through the scene because it is a lot of jump cuts, swishing cameras yeah. and flashing. It's very disorientating. Yeah, because they try to not show the beast as much as possible in the early film. Well, because no, at the end, like it's a major mm. reveal and you don't want that to be spoiled so early on. Mm-hmm. I mean, they revealed enough because like, obviously um, the do we call it a werewolf? Yeah. Dog? Papa? Papa? Well, they've been calling it a lycanthrope, which is a werewolf. A what? A lycanthrope. A lycanthrope. I'm just gonna call it a werewolf. Yeah, that's what a werewolf is called. Yeah. A lycan or a lycanthrope is the terminology for a werewolf. So, like, the werewolf eventually lets Ginger go because Bridget's gotten involved and she's, like, smacking it with a stick and it's all mm. fine. And then, um, she takes a photo with her Polaroid camera that mm. she has because so she takes all of her film photos on. No, she's been taking the Polaroids out. The Polaroid so camera, sorry, the Polaroid yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, They established that pretty early on. She always has a camera with her. Yeah. So she takes a photo and disorientates the werewolf enough and Ginger gets away, but they've got a picture of something, but she doesn't know what, but yeah. it's enough for them to get away. Mm. And they run from, like, the park that they're in mm. into the street. Mm. And then poor Sam just goes... Oh, that's yeah, right. The werewolf gets right annihilated by this van. Like, immediately. It's just blood everywhere. Yes. And he gets out of his car, and he's just like, oh, shit. Man. <laughs> I love the gore in this, though. The van is just covered I in blood. I appreciated that. I like that it wasn't chunky blood. It was just... Exploded. It was just a geyser all over the van. It was great. And he just gets out, and he's just like, Oh, man. <laughs> and I like that it? the carcass, because he comes out and checks out the carcass that he ran over, and it's twitching. Yeah, and he's just like, that's not a dog. That's like, not a he dog. He doesn't say it, but he's, like, his reaction is just very... He knows something's up. That's yeah. not normal. He like, knows something is up. Yeah, he knows. And Bridget and Ginger, obviously, like, they've seen the dog get hit by Sam, like, with his car, and they're just like, thanks, bye! Yeah, they run home. Like, they, they, like, I would be liking it, too. Yeah. Like, my sister was attacked by a giant... They run home, and they also didn't pay attention to their parents, because Bridget runs into the house going, Mom! Dad! As if they are home. As if they're home. They didn't just say, like, we're not going to be home tonight. Make sure you stay inside. Which comes back to my, if they just listened to their parents, none of this would have happened. Yeah. But then they go into the um, classic... um, But then we wouldn't have a movie. You get the classic uh, trope of a horror movie next, because... They go back home and they try. Bridget tries to tend to Ginger's wounds and she finds out Ginger's already healing. And it was props to the makeup department there. You have gashes on her shoulder. Oh, and they look good. They look good. They look yeah. good. Like, I saw them and I was like, dang. Yeah. But yeah, she's like, just seeing like how you were okay. Like, you were attacked by this giant dog. But then she asks, like, what was that? And then she's like, a dog maybe? Or oh, a bear? Very sarcastic. A yeah. bear? There's no bears around here, Bridget. Yeah. And then. Then she's just like, it doesn't hurt. It's fine. I don't need yeah attention. It, it, I'm not. I'm not actually. It, she's more in shock. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, because yeah, because Bridget's like, does this hurt when she presses on the wound? And she's just like, no, nah. no. Nah. But she's more panicking because of what just what happened. just happened. And then Bridget's obviously very like, you're healing. This isn't freaking normal. And Ginger's kind of. I do like how they did make Ginger a very um, oblivious. But like, I would have totally done this. I do this now as an adult even. Just there's a problem. It's fine. It's you, it's do, fine. you do this as an adult. I love I'm you. I'm not gonna deal with this right now. And then a week later, you're like, "Fuck, my engine lights on." <laughs> yeah. Like, but um, 
They because that's when um the, the traditional trope um Bridget starts going gotta contact nine one one gotta contact nine one one but Ginger's like no 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 don't do it don't do it don't don't like let's just keep it between us it's, it's okay fine. look don't at me call I'm fine her. I'm not it's okay. okay and then yeah then you then they skip to off obviously after Ginger is um showered and less bloody and I think Ginger's just like gone to bed or gone to get she's ready on she's just lap but she gets her is that when she's fixing her camera. Yeah, so she's just seeing her camera. Oh, she, she's, she's lying on her Yeah, lap. she's lying on her... Oh, she's got, I was just watching her try and, like, fix the camera, and I'm like, that would suck to mm, fix. She's got a pillow, and she's falling asleep on her sister's oh, lap. So, I do like how they had, like, a very nice sister relationship. It wasn't a... They showed mm, the sister dynamic. It was nice. It was very I really cute. I liked it. No, I loved it. I thought it was really great. Yeah. And then... Because one thing I really liked about this film, it just... It does... The reason why I thought it was really cool they didn't show the werewolf incomplete until, you know, it got run over by the van. But... It tries to, the film tries to gaslight Bridget because Bridget's looking up werewolves, trying to think, thinking that it's a werewolf because she che- she opens up her Polaroid and she finds the f- footage of the werewolf, like just like I mean, at the corner of its face. It's like essentially like a giant dog where you can see an eye, you can see some teeth, it's grey, but you see the nose. You, you see, see the it's nose. Like a little, yeah, it's just like the eye to nose kind of but thing. It looks like a big dog. Yeah. Though. And yeah, Bridget essentially or a coyote goes, or a coyote, yeah. bingo, something like that. Yeah. Like a big, vicious, wild dog. Mm. And yeah, Bridget essentially goes straight to, it's a werewolf. It's a werewolf. It's a werewolf, I know this. Like, I've got this. But the way they portrayed her in a way, though, too, to be more naive than Ginger. Mm. I do like, though, with the film, it tries to gaslight Bridget into th- saying it's all in your head. These are just normal period symptoms. Because in yeah. the beginning, they are. They were very good at covering the whole like. Well, how does she not know that she's changing? Like, obviously, like she's changing into this animal. And she's like, "Oh, it's just cramps." And we've all been there. I'm <laughs> cramped. I'm falling asleep in class. I'm fatigued. I'm just. I'm it's... tired. I'm moody. I'm grumpy. I'm uncomfortable. I'm falling asleep in class. I, I am if... suddenly horny and jumping on this guy that I've never shown interest in yeah. my life. And you're like, I've got my period. Uh, but then they get that cliche scene of coming of age films, whether in the pharmacy or supermarket, Walgreens, whatever, and they're buying pads or tampons, yeah. and you see this shop behind them, and you can tell it's an illegitimate shop because right behind them is the hair dyeing condoms. I love the conversation of this pack of tampons comes with a free calendar. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I thought I misheard. It was only little like one liners. I thought I misheard. I think I asked you like two or three times. Like, wait, what did they say? Yeah, free calendar. You want a like, free calendar to track your period? <laughs> oh no, honey. This is two thousand. This is twenty twenty one. I have an app for that. <laughs> I have a Fitbit that reminds me of that. I'll wake up some morning, my Fitbit will be like, your periods predict to start today. I'm like, please don't. Oh, see, I just messaged you and go, heads up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like three days later, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Actually accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, so that one liner got me. I loved it. Yeah. But then they, they take the bag, the packet of tampons, and they take it to the register. And then that Jason fellow who's been cracking on to Ginger is like... You know, I have three sisters looking at her purchase of tampons, and nothing quite like takes the edge off like a toke. See, I thought when he said, I have three sisters, he was going to be genuine and be like, oh, the chocolate's really good, or the ice cream's really good, or I recommend this type of, like, painkiller. 
No, I hear a piece of weed is really good. No, 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 you were even more innocent. And you're like, what's a toke? And I was like, pot. And you're like, what? And I'm like, marijuana. And you're like, oh! No, I know what that was. I, because once again, like, I was on things like, I misheard. And I was like, wait, what did he say? Because we don't call it a toke. I was like, oh, wait, is that what I think it is? Is mm-hmm. he meaning drugs? And Ginger at first is like, no, 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 no. I don't want this. I don't want I like my edge. And then he just calls her, like, chicken or something. Like, he gives her a really weak comeback. So, so far, she's rejected him and... Well, not really rejected, got really uncomfortable and just walked away and he's like, bitch. And now he's just... He gives her... insulted her again because he... And she's like, okay, I'll jump into this van with you. Okay. And yeah, next thing you know, like, there's Bridget there holding a plastic bag that obviously has, like, a see-through plastic bag yeah. that has tampons in there. I'm like, I've oh, been there. Yeah. And... Bridget's in this in the um, Gardner drug dealer's van in Sam's car, in Sam's yeah. in Sam's van having a toke with uh, his three mates. Uh, well, not Sam's mates. Sorry, um, Jason's mates. I think Sam is yeah. Like he's doing his, his gardening duties. He's yeah off doing like, his gardening stuff. But then um, this is where they show that like he is like the local drug dealer. Yeah. Well, but everyone just goes automatically. You need drugs. You go to Sam. His van is a safe place because he later goes. What? Are you doing in my van well, get out and he kicks him out because he, yeah. he's, he's still doing his job at that point because yeah. usually he does the deal at the end of the day uh, by the looks of the movie but yeah because then Bridget notices that there's this massive like indent on his car from the werewolf just totally went in yeah. and then he's being a smart ass Scott because she's like how'd you get that dent and he's What'd just you like hear? <laughs> well, and, she, and then he goes well ma'am officer it looked like a lycanthrope to me and that's when she goes I know what a lycanthrope is. The werewolf. And then they just have this kerfuffle until he realises that oh, those shit, dudes she's are doing... serious. Well, no, although, <laughs> and also those dudes are doing uh, smoking up in his um, van, which could get him in trouble if it, the smell goes out. They, he pulls him out of the van, he goes, get the fuck out of my van! And that's when freaking what's-her-face with her bloody dog comes up. And she's like, Sam, hi, hi, hi! And then her dog goes crazy at Ginger. Because dogs are a reoccurring theme with the werewolves here. Yeah. And Ginger just full-on, don't watch the scene if you love dogs. Well, you wouldn't be watching already. Ginger just full-on punts this dog with her foot. Oh. And then Bobby, no. Goes, Ginger, no. And then, like, drops all of her paperwork, which Sam picks up, mm. and drags um Ginger away, who's been called a bitch for kicking Trina's Oh, they're dog. in, like, a full-on fist fight. Like, she's, like, punched yeah. or scratched or done something to... Mm-hmm. Trina and her nose is bleeding the whole fight. Yeah, and then they're like, no, get off her. Isn't that during the um, hockey scene? Is there another scene with the hockey? Yeah, there's another scene with the hockey, and that's when she that's when she um, bumps um, Bridget oh, again. You're, this is like Happy Death Day all over again. <laughs> this is Happy Death Day all over Sometimes again. Sometimes there's too many scenes of the same thing with the same characters, essentially, and it's like, mm-hmm. I get it. Condense yep. that to two. Because <laughs> then straight after this, they go to the bathroom, and... That's when Ginger reveals that she's getting a hairy chest. Like, the scratches are growing hair. Oh, yeah, she's getting fluffy. And then she goes to the guidance counselor. Like, the guidance counselor. The guidance <laughs> she's just like, oh, yes, yes. Explains, like, the most sex ed education. That I got more sex ed from this film yeah, than I did from... in my Catholic school. <laughs> so I was like, cool, we need sex ed. Girl, watch Ginger Snaps. Mm-hmm. And she's <laughs> explaining the cycle of a period. And I'm like, oh, my God, as a kid, I thought this was a normal. Okay, great. And then she's like, what about abnormal hair? Hair that wasn't there before. And she's like, oh, no, that's all included. And she's like, okay, then. Yeah. I see. This is That's the part that did kind of lose me. But then, like, this is me overthinking it, though. Hmm. They're not dumb girls. They would know 
that's not normal. Well, the teacher <laughs> said, when they said a hair that wasn't there before, the teacher goes, comes with the territory. Mm. So Bridget knows that means your hoo-ha. Whereas yeah. Ginger's just like, I'm fine. I'm just, puberty's making me ugly, but I don't care. I feel like Bridget would be smart. It's just like me just overthinking it. Like, Bridget is smarter. She would know. She just does whatever Ginger says. Yeah. I mean, your hair coming from your saw that was attacked by a werewolf the night before isn't a common thing. Yeah. But that's the one thing about this movie that I was a bit like, you're smarter than that, Ginger. But again, it moves the movie along, so I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hormones. Hormones do weird shit to your brain. Movie's got a movie. Yeah, that's it. The movie's got a movie. Um, and then we skip to the mum doing the laundry. And she finds Ginger's obviously bloody underwear. So how long has Ginger gone without tampons before they bought it at the shop? Obviously a while. Like, overnight. Because she got a period at night time. Yeah. And then the next day they went and bought tampons. Did she go get, put a tampon in before going into the van with the drugs? Or did she wait until afterwards? I feel like she was just going natural the entire time. She wears enough skirts, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, also layers. <laughs> it's black, it's, you won't see it. Yeah. But then, like, so we get to... The mum's doing the laundry, and she finds out because she's washing the girl's underwear. And I see a very familiar sight from when I was a teen. And she just looks at it, and I'm there going... She's so proud! She's, she's proud! Like, she's like, and she gets a spray to go soak it. To soak it, the bleach spray to just clean I'm it. Like, oh. I'm like, I'd bin it. <laughs> That's the band. I'd bin it. <laughs> Not worth it. In the drawer it goes. No. Nope. Yeah. And then we go to like dinner scene and the mum comes out with like this cake or whatever going, Ginger's very favourite and puts this cake down in front of Ginger and she's like, our young girl is now a woman now. Oh, and Ginger could just see she's just like turtling. She's so totally. much. She's like, fuck off mum. She looks at Bridget and she's like, you're so dead. And Bridget's like, I didn't say anything. Like, yeah, because she like straight away is instantly like blaming her sister, and her sister's like, I didn't say anything. You're the one who didn't dispose of the evidence properly. Mm. And they had like they had the biggest fight, so the biggest fight, and we get this really. I just found it so weird. Like, like obviously Bridget is like engrossed in her sister's period, but it's so weird because she's got that free calendar that came with the tampons. <laughs> she's like tracking <laughs> the cycle because like she was attacked by the werewolf on the full moon, which is when she got her period, which is when obviously the werewolf was out. Yeah. So it's this whole thing. And yeah, her sister Bridget is sitting there like with the little cardboard calendar, like tracking the period and the moon, and it like and like the next because <laughs> the next one should be her next period should be just before Halloween or something on the full yeah moon. just before the full moon because she circles October thirty because again what? movie has to movie movie has to movie, but it it kind of makes sense because like when we get this montage of like um. Like Ginger getting like this, um, she's getting her new confidence. She does that classic hot girl transformation, walks down the yeah. hallway, which in Ginger's mind is literally she's just taken off all those layers. She's taken off a jacket. She's taken off a jacket. She's just wearing a long skirt with a tank top, but because she's very skinny and has a very nice figure, mm. she, it's just she's wearing tight clothes and Instantly, no one's ever seen. Yeah, it's just like oh, it's like all the creeps when Billie Eilish turned eighteen. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's essentially it. But then, like, that's cut in with Bridget's like also montage of her like researching where she's going through with like the books and she's like watching old old werewolf, werewolf films. films. Yeah, yeah. I actually really liked this. Like it was really cool. And it also the walk down the hallway. It really reminded me of like um Jennifer's body. See, I was going back again to the craft with the three of them walking down mm. the 
in the hallway again. But so. then, like, they do the same thing with, like, um, what was that movie? Easy A. Like, oh, yeah. I love that movie. I think the hot girl hallway walk trope. Is, 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 it, it's a definite. It's not a genre specific. It's It's just a trope. Movie. Yeah, it's a common thing. It's, yeah. But you know what it is, and you're like, okay, character pivotal point, check. And you can start seeing subtle transformations in Ginger. Like, she's getting grey blonde streaks into her hair, yeah. very subtle. Um, her eyes start going a little pointy. Her teeth start getting a little, very little by little. Little, little, little I by wonder little. how many dentures they went through for this film. Oh, that's a good question. I was thinking towards the end, but I didn't think about all the pre yeah. stuff as well. Because they've done a lot, mm. yeah. Because it wasn't just her. There was also a couple of other characters that had tiny little changes. Maybe they were just those werewolfy little side vampy mm. ones, but... Yeah, yeah interesting to find out. Yeah. Runs, this is like a whole other like segue scene mm. where Sam then runs into B and kind of, or into Bridget. He call her B. They call her B. B. They go back and forth between Bridget and yeah. B. Where like Sam then runs into B and he's like, he didn't say that he's like, I believe you. Because at this point it's almost like a month later. Yeah. And he doesn't acknowledge like, I believe you, but he's interested. Mm. He's gonna like mm, maybe because he saw the werewolf like he saw it because he hit it with his car, but then um no you're correct you're correct um was it Sam like because Sam finds Bridget and he's like yeah it's not like I've been hunting down you for like an entire week kind of thing yeah, yeah that you know, you're absolutely right because he picked up her paperwork that she dropped and that's how we found the, the photo yeah yeah and then he's like I think what is this because again like, he saw it he knew what it was he's like that's not an average day doggo mm, mm. um. Yeah, and she's just kind of herself not admitting what it is as well. Like, she knows, but she doesn't want to admit what it is. But also, she's awkward as all hell and doesn't want to be... Yeah, she kind of brushes him off at first. She's like, you just don't... You didn't see it. You didn't see that. It's fine. I've got this. I don't want to deal with this. Because she's also protective of her sister. Yeah. And doesn't want everyone to know. Every man and his dog. Pun intended. But then that night, she... Is reading up on werewolves and looks over at her sleeping sister. And she's got a fucking tail! <laughs> she's got a little nub. She looks at her she... butt and you get this like very gratuitous like fan fan shot of Catherine Isabel's butt. And Bridget like slowly peels away a, bit, a part of her underwear and there's this little nub of oh, a tail. tail. And I'm like, oh, it's a taco tail. It's your cat. <laughs> Carly has a manx. Who have like little like like naughty like, like little, just little nub tails. nub tails, but it's so cute. I'm like taco tail. And then yeah, obviously like Bridget seeing this tail and going like oh fuck and just like gone straight back yeah, to gone bed. Gone straight back to bed. But that's when she goes all right. I'm gonna okay, talk to Sam. something's happened. Yeah, yeah like someone else has acknowledged this is a werewolf. She knows it's a werewolf, and now she's kind of got the confirmation herself. It's a werewolf. Like she's not going crazy. Yeah, she's not insane. Sentence. Yeah. yeah. But she goes to um, Sam because she's just like, okay, he's the only one that actually kind of believed me and wanted to look into this further. Yeah. And she goes to Sam and she kind of pretends to be Ginger. So she goes to Sam saying, I'm changing. Yeah. And just describes Ginger's symptoms. And one thing I loved about Sam's character because Bridget B, she's never spoken for herself mm. and she's always been following Ginger around. Sam starts validating B's thoughts 
Yeah. And everything. He's like, I believe you. What you're going through is real. This is all real. He didn't just palm her off and went, what the fuck? You're crazy. Yeah. He was very supportive and very like, okay, no, this is a thing. We've got this. It's fine. But it wasn't a romantic thing, which I also liked. No, it wasn't romantic at all. Because they could have really played that up. No. They and actually, they didn't. They didn't really play They like, shot it down really they quickly. played the beginning of a romance plot around the end. Yeah. And that's what I really like. And they didn't make it a big character segue. It wasn't the whole character. It was just one of those, like, that's fan fiction about that. Okay, yeah, there's move a lot on fan. with life. Yeah, no, no, no. 18-year-old Cassie can tell you there's a lot of fan fiction about that. Fanfiction.net? Archive of our own, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they, I think that's really cute. And then we cut to... Um, Bridget trying to find Ginger at school. Ginger's making out with Jason on his car. Who she shot down like two or three times at this point. Very clearly, I'm not interested in you. Mm -hmm. But then, (laughs) I love this so much. It's such a weird scene. But this gives you, it's one of the only frames of reference in this film that give you what a timeline is. Mm. Because Bridget is coming up to Ginger going, what are you doing? Why are you making out with him? Blah, blah, blah. Ginger goes, fuck you, sis. Gets into the car with Jason going, let's get out of here. And he's like, oh, hell yeah. Bridget yells out, she's ovulating! Which, if you don't know, is a week after your period. Yeah. So that's giving you a reference of time. I like how they tracked it where it wasn't so like date title cards it was just very if you know you know it shows time has passed for her transformation without showing time has passed like without going through whole seasons and stuff yeah but um before that though that's when bridget and sam figure out that it's not a physical thing it's like an infection it's an internal thing Mm. and to get rid of it they had to go through like the motions of okay it's not gonna be as easy as like I know, stabbing her, I guess. Like, it's an inside. They wanted to live. They had to fix it from the inside. Mm-hmm. So it could be silver somewhere, like, somewhere on her body because silver gets rid of, like, bad jewellery, essentially. Yeah, because I'm it. saying it's like a virus. And it's a virus. Something. Yeah. And so they kind of go through this little explanation of why later in the plot they have the cure for ginger mm. and why it is what it is. It's not, like, a clove of garlic or a silver steak. It's very, this is why this is what it is. Yeah. And I do like that, but it also wasn't covered for half the movie. It was a brief conversation for like a five minute part. And it was, okay, nope, it's an inside thing. An injection has to fix this. Mm-hmm. Let's just inject it. And because he is the local drug dealer, he's like, I know this. Yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's the syringe? Because, yeah, he's researching herbs and he tells her, um, it was a certain flower. It's wolfsbane that does this, but. That's, you can't find that, but an alternative is monkshood. And we're all sitting there going, that's the same bloody thing, but okay. (laughs) I was just like, Spotlight sell them for like $5 in the plastic plant section. Well, that's it. They actually um, referenced the only way that they could find it, because it wasn't in season, was the mother's craft supply selection. They were dry ones. And I was like, where's your craft shop buy dry flowers like that? That It's still popular over there. Yeah, it's really popular over there. Huh. Yeah, they can get anything from their craft shops. We don't get that here. We just get the fake fake shit. I like the fake shit. I can't kill the fake shit. <laughs> but no, they get the dry stuff because you can actually make arrangements, potpourri and all that kind of stuff oh, from it. Yeah, I know you can go to like, some homeware places and buy that stuff. Oh, I learned, again, something new. Yeah, no, you can get dried plants over there, especially from craft shops. And people do like the pressed flowers and all that kind of stuff. So it's very popular. Huh. 
Why are you gone? Yeah, but it's just not commercially available here in Australia. Our craft shops are basic. Ginger goes off to have uh, super happy, violent fun times with Jason. And I will let you know that they are super happy and violent. They're in the back of his car. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I'm the man out of here. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, nah. Nah. Nah, I'm <laughs> nah, mate. Top, mate. <laughs> and it just looks like he's not having a good time. Like, he is screaming in his car. Yeah. And she is scratching at him. I honestly she... thought he was going to be dead. I'm like, oh, well, he's, he's dead. dead. He's, he's gone. on the <laughs> yeah. He came back and I'm like, he goes back to his mates the next day going, yeah. Ginger Fitzgerald, rock my world. But, like, he look okay he's got he scabs all over his face he's not dealing too well so i'm like why are you like did we need to call someone oh he got infected and i think i really liked about the movie with his his infection is they showed him going through like a second puberty like he had zits all over his face and it was just it was interesting like i loved that meanwhile like mum is being super supportive to um bridget who's Obviously feeling left out by her sister yeah. or whatever. And she t- like, she's my, like, you'll get there one day, sweetie. It's your turn fine. is coming soon. And she's just like, mom, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> but then, because uh, you know how, like, you know, there's a classic ways of dealing with a uh, werewolf. So, like, silver bullet is one. Uh, Sam and, um, Sam and Bridget. Sam and B. I'm just going to call her B. Sam and B have a um, discussion that, okay, Silver, what do we do? And Sam mentions piercing. And he gives um, B a uh, silver earring to pierce her. Ugh. Oh, God. And after the coinkus boinkus that um, Ginger and Jason go through, she come, Ginger comes back crying. She's covered in blood. She's covered in blood. And first B was like, are you Has okay? Did he dump something to you? And then another way around. Hmm. But it turns out Ginger came home and ate the barking dog Norman from next door. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because throughout this whole movie, like you said earlier on, the entire time, you can just hear Norman barking and barking. And there's a scene a bit earlier again where Ginger goes, well, Norman just, like, stopped barking. Mm. So they're, like, they constantly remind you this is a really annoying dog next door. And once you're infected, you're a lot more... Dogs are going to bark at They're you. They're going to bark you. That if you're a werewolf. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's a territorial thing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, something like but, that. Yeah, it was very... She's just covered in blood. She's puking in the toilet. She's not doing too crash hot. Her um, werewolf nails are starting to grow oh, yeah, permanently. Oh, yeah. like stiletto nails that they yeah. would have now. I'm like, well, that's in fashion for 2021. But also, I'm like, <laughs> your nail tech needs to get a bit not so thick. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I'm like, mm, that's a good nail bed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Solid she... nail bed. Hmm? Solid nail bed. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just paint that? Yeah. <laughs> Some little nail art on that. That'd be pretty cool. Nice gradient. But, um, yeah, she's not doing too crash. She's puking. She's not well. She admitted defeat to B. She was just like... She's like, I need help. This I is like help. a month after. I killed a dog. What's happened. Yeah. She's then... So, in passing the whole month... I was say two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks, because it's ovulation, so yeah. it's about so a week, so from start of period, that would have been five days. Welcome to the world of period, guys. Five days of period, and then it would have been seven days after that for ovulation. Mm. So that would be about almost a week and a half to two weeks, because then a whole month until the next period is when she fully transforms. Yeah. So they decide to pierce um, Ginger's stomach. No, no, this is how you get infections, and no, this is the scene that broke me, and I'm <laughs> like, nope. And yep. this, mm. We can take gore. We can I take Sore. Give me someone's head getting stomped, something bloody, intestines, like scream, hung up, like Drew Barrymore from a tree, hostel, give it to me, I don't care. Tendons cut, love it. 
All of it. A Home single- done piercings? <laughs> Fuck off. Because we just had our, we just recently got pierced. Like, oh I got, Carly was birthday was recently and I gave her a voucher to go get her ears pierced. And in solidarity, I went too and I got my ears seconds pierced and my helix done and we had a lady like with the needle who was very accurate just go beep boop done beep boop done and it didn't hurt but it was enough to also be like oh i felt that but with this one the needle got got jammed and she's yanking it and she's holding the bed and she's like "Ah." and then like b is just like i'm sorry i'm sorry because it's in there but it's not in there she's not using a sharp enough needle no um, it's just it's oozy and it's pussy and it's bloody that, that that's my limit right there it was really cool because like Ooh. bridget's holding on to the, sorry beat no bleh, ginger she's holding on to the bed she's writhing because of the um pain of the needle and the silver and going she into she goes oh it wasn't that bad yeah <laughs> her teeth is being coming coming out and yeah. all that she's like hey, it wasn't that bad this is rad got got a piercing now that's how you get infections at least they're worries right now oh it should be one of the very many worries <laughs> at least of their worries oh it right should now. be up there though I mean, the pants and skirts would be covering it, and mm. that's how you get infections. But our personal favorite scene after this is they cut to their next hockey lesson, and B and Ginger are in the uh, change rooms, and Ginger's tail has gotten pretty long, and they're taping Ginger's tail to <laughs> her, her leg <laughs> so it doesn't show through, like, her sports pants. I was kind of waiting, like, when they taped it. I was like, oh, no, is there going to be a joke somewhere about, like, does Ginger have a dick? In also, case, like, you could see the line or something. I'm like, no, it's a tail. It's not at the front. But I was like, oh, no, they're going to make fun of her tail. They're going to see, like, the outline of it. And it never did. And I was like, okay, cool. How did Sam, not Sam, Jason, not see... The tail. Because he's a horny 16-year-old. Yeah, okay, who's yeah, yeah. just like, this is fine, my weirdo new girlfriend. Because she had the weird Hook up is up. just riding a tail. Because, yeah, he, that's when he comes up to his mate saying, yeah, she rocked my world. Yeah. Then he had blood in his pants. And everyone's like, oh, you saw her recently. Like, she had a period. She was on the rag or you on the rag, bro. And he just had, like, this little speck of blood in his pants. And I'm just like, wait, that's when we got confused with the timeline. Yeah. Because we're like, wait, no, she should be over by now. Okay, because she's ovulating, she should be over. But then we get that um, scene where he goes to the bathroom and he goes to pee. And whilst he's peeing, blood comes out. And you and I are like, I wonder what that was like. Okay, guys, I'm really sorry. That probably means you you should need a doctor if you are peeing blood. But... For a girl, if blood is coming out of your vajayjay, like, yeah, oh, okay. Fuck. If you are bleeding whilst you're peeing, yes, go see a doctor because you probably have kidney stones. But <laughs> <laughs> go get that looked at. Go get that looked at. But for us, if it's a certain time of the month and blood's coming out, we're just like, well, <laughs> it's like, dang Sorry. it, what did I have planned this week? Okay, no pool for me. But like <laughs> during this hockey ses- 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 session, session, I English, I English, away. so good right now. Is it really? Uh-huh. Um, Sam, the drug man, comes up and he's like waving um, B down. And this is when Ginger, because Ginger was always very protective of B, but yeah. Ginger's starting to get a little bit jealous now of any attention, like because she wants that attention. Uh, yeah. oh, the local janitor, when the local janitor is helping clean, um, up when they um, when she fell into the dog in the beginning, mm. and she's cleaning herself up, and the janitor's helping her and giving her stuff to help her clean. Uh, Ginger's like. He was looking down your top. And I'm like, she's wearing the most baggiest shit known to men yeah. as if. And then, like, with Sam, she's like, oh, fuck, B, did you get a boyfriend during this time or whatever? 
Like, Ginger is very jealous and only wants her sister to herself. And only, like, only Ginger can go seek attention and only Ginger can get said attention and Ginger must always have 100% attention of her sister. Would you say she's being territorial? Of, of her sister? Her sister? Yeah, well, there's this really creepy line later on where they kind of suggest incest. Where um, Ginger, she's probably about three quarters of her transformation and she looks at B and goes... It's like we're not even related anymore. You should join me and we'll make our own pact. Ah, see, I just assumed that would be, I'm not related to you. Like, I will kill you. I don't have a connection to you anymore. Yeah, it was an incest plot. Oh, I went innocent of like, yeah, I'm not your sister anymore. Like, we're not related. I'm going to kill you or I'm just going to make you join me. Yeah, it was an incest want to make plot. Sorry, honey. Sorry to ruin that for you. Oh, I was being... Yeah. She's protective of her sister. She doesn't want anyone around her sister whatsoever. Anyway. Is that when Ginger finds out that Sam knows as well? Because Sam's at this point figured out that it's not B, it's Ginger who's turning. Yeah, well, Ginger... Sam's figured it out because during the sports session, like, B tells Sam to fuck off, don't bug her while she's at school and she'll come see him later mm. and then she tells Bridget yeah okay yeah I told well, because Ginger goes like what'd you tell him about me for and Bridget's like no 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 he thinks it's me yeah he, I just didn't tell about you he thinks it's me I'm gonna see him later you can come with but just He's behave help. yeah and she's like I'll be good uh, but during this by the way this during this hockey scene is where Trina gets absolutely fucking annihilated <laughs> by Ginger because they're um, having a, was it, yeah, G- Trina shoulder checks um, B again. And-, and then she calls B a slut, though. Like, you Fitzgeralds are all sluts or something. Because yeah. she, uh, um, Trina's seen B talking to Sam, and she's just like, oh, all you Fitzgerald sisters are sluts. Like, you just go after everybody. Mm. And that's when Ginger's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she full on she full on attacks her. She goes in her, she's punching her. Her nail her nose is like fucking ruined. Oh fuck. Ah! Carly's breaking my room. Hello. <laughs> um anywho, they go to see um Sam and Ginger's just being a bitch to him. She's just like She's not nice anymore. Well she was never really the nicest. Well, she she but... calls him out because that's when they that's when they discover um uh Wolfsbane. Uh, is um like a cure. Yeah, they, well, yeah, they discover Wolfsbane is a cure, but there's an, an alternative called Monkshood. Mm. And they're like, okay, cool, keep that in mind, but it's not a season where we to find it. Okay, this might be an idea. And that's when Ginger starts acting out and going to Sam, going, don't you touch my sister, you know, she's only 15, what are yeah. you doing? And he kicks her out. And then Sam just looks at Bridget and goes, I don't think of you that way. And Bridget's like, I fucking... Like, she's just like, I'm over this. I'm sure, just... She's, she's so she, she, she never had that thought, like, as if that thought never passed her mind. She's like, oh my fucking God, can we just focus here? Like, I have a thing I need to sort out. Like, stop. Not everything is about sex, people. <laughs> Werewolves first, sex second. Please. She's also like, I am a minor. <laughs> yeah, I am a minor. I am a minor. That's probably why they didn't do much romance with her, because she is 15. She was, and they made it very clear that she's 15, her sister is 16. Mm. Yeah. I think, yeah, I agree. That's why. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's just, again, it wasn't the whole point of the movie. Yeah. And then we get the most biggest cabin fever scene that I've ever seen in my life of Ginger shaving her legs and blood's just everywhere. Oh, yeah, she's fluffy. 
She's fluffy. She's and shaving like her, her little claw. Oh, she's a little claw out. coming out of her ankle. Like, fuck. Yeah. We all cut ourselves with a razor before, but like when you see that again, you go to her doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trina comes over because her dog's missing. Well, no. When she's shaving her legs, though, that's when the mum walks in. Oh, I miss that. Yeah, mum Yeah, that's when the mum walks in. She's like, are you okay? And then, like, she, like, quickly, like, shut the curtain. And she, her mum's just like, oh, all these models are, like, starved to death. And, like, there's nothing to be self-conscious about. And she doesn't know her daughter's, like, Well, because she, she yells out, mum, get out. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm fat. I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love the mom. The mom's the really cute. At first, I was like, "Oh, she's not very involved." At the same time, being very involved, and then I'm like, "Oh no, she's just letting her kids do what they want, and they'll come to her." Yeah, they came up with it later because um, when uh, I think it was it B was trying to distract her mom, she went, "We really appreciate your hands-off approach." Yeah, and she's like, "I knew that tactic was, was working." working. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "I love this mom. Can she be my mom?" Oh, okay. Mum, bath scene, over. Trina comes over. So says she wants her dog back. She wants her dog back. Her dog's gone missing. And she starts threatening um, B Because yeah. Bee's the one that comes outside and says, like, greets her. And, yeah, she's she's attacking B. And Ginger comes out and goes, oh, well, she's here. She wants to play. Okay. And she drags she Trina in the house. Her. Yeah. Drags Trina in the house. And Bridget's like, what the, what the fuck? fuck are you doing? And she's like... You go off with your drug boy, yada yada. You have your toys, I have mine. Yeah. I'm making friends. This is the first time I think you see Ginger, apart from like with Jason and Carp, but she's very unmoved. Like with the whole thing with Jason, it was very like primal almost. Mm. This is the, oh, I'm just going to fuck a bitch up because I can. Yeah. 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 So, that, yeah, yeah. She's got Trina in like a headlock and she's like back in the kitchen and B's like, let her go, let her go. Mm. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yep, and like they, they just kerfuffle. And my personal favorite is when Trina gets out of the uh, headlock, she backs up, she finds a knife, she goes to threaten them, and then. But she's puked at this point as oh, well. Oh, yeah, like she's when, puked, yeah. Because, um, which is like, I, when it happened, I'm like, oh, that's an odd thing to show. Because, like, um, yeah, Ginger had her, and she's like, oh, girl, she puked, and that's how she got away from Ginger. Mm well, she panic puked. She, she panic puked. I mean, yeah. I panic puke if someone was trying to like murder me. I yeah, yeah. I mean, if not, body do better. Cause, yeah, because Ginger but, had a mm. hand over her mouth, and all of a sudden you just see this white stuff. Yeah, come and out. she's like, and she goes to the sink, and yes, and she grabs the knife. Yeah, and then she trips over and puke. <gasps> I lost my <laughs> shit. I laughed so hard, and I think you weren't laughing, and I was laughing, and I was just like, oh, this is our friendship in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, like she was just <laughs> slaughtered. <laughs> she trips over and puke and hits the back of her head in the corner um, of the counter. Oh. And that's how she dies. It's yeah. like blood force trauma to the back of the head. And because... <laughs> it was the dumbest way and I loved it. They see um blood like dripping out of her, like Mixed just gushing. with the vomit yeah. that she slipped over The on. milky vomit. <laughs> it's just gross. And then all of a sudden the parents are coming home. Yeah. And then... Next minute when the parents come in the door, body's gone, Ginger's on the floor, and then out comes B with a camera, and mum just goes, girls, no more deaths in the house! Yeah. They reenact the scene as if they were filming more of their death scenes, and Ginger's being all, like, really cozying up to her dad, being like, it's okay, daddy, it's just concert. It's What's fine. Up? And, um... Mum goes, oh my fucking god, okay, I've got, like, this meat that I got from the grocer, I'm gonna put it in the freezer, in the deep freezer, in the basement or whatever. Well, it's when they're trying to, like, carry her out in, like, the, um, the rug, and the mum has, like, her hair curlers 
all set and the dad's like i think they're up to something being a bit suspicious and mom's like oh no they're just girls will be girls it's fine but just before this there you go she goes to put the meat in the freezer and oh my god yes, yes! <laughs> and um bigger oh he's trying to, it's okay he's trying to distract her mother from like looking deep in the freezer like looking to the freezer and seeing trina's corpse there and she looks at her mom and goes mom what are boys like? And the mom's just like, oh, and tosses the meat in the freezer without she's looking. Like, yay, yay! And she has this nice chat to her daughters. I about they have all the milk and the cookies on the table. That they didn't eat or touch. I think it's a very uncomfortable situation. I mean, would you be drinking dairy if you could? I, if, that's <laughs> if you could, that's the. I can't drink dairy. I would still drink it. But um, yeah, they're just like. <laughs> and yet, they're this. Freaking B with her mum. B's mum's just like, yeah, that's what boys want, unfortunately. And B just looks horrified. Ginger is flipping her off. Like, she's scratching her nose, flipping her off like this. And they got their segue. Parents go to bed. Ginger and B go grab the body, which is frozen over, and they're using a screwdriver. (laughs) It's got, like, frostbite to all hell. Yeah. But, yeah, then the mum's like... Yeah, they were in their bedroom having... Like, she kept a, um... She she pulled up a book or whatever that says, Why does my daughter take um date dummies or something? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm glad I kept this. And she's like, fucking throw it. Yeah. And but I love the mom because mom has this very iconic like hairstyle. Like she's got curls, but her fringe has two very distinct ringlets. And she has them set in little bobby pins it's before so she goes cute. to bed. And I'm like, oh my fucking god. I love the parents. It was a choice. It was a choice. Great. And yeah, the dads are like, they're up to something. Them chickens are organized. She's like, no, it's fine. It's just girls being girls. It's just girls being girls. It's Meanwhile, like, in the background, you can see I'm like trying to like carry this the thing corpse, out. And yeah. that's when they drop the two fingers that they accidentally like hacked off with the screwdriver that's to try right. and get her like defrosted. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and then they take her to the, um, they're like a dropper and they're like, well, in the shed. They, we they, go, we, it was like a cubby house or a shed or yeah. something. And then they're like, well, do we dig a shallow grave? It's more than she deserves. Or do we get like an actual grave? And they're, they're like, shallow yeah. it is. Shallow <laughs> it is. That's what she deserves. Oh, good. Oh, man. And then that that's it of Trina. And then I guess Yeah, Trina's gone. Like, bye, first bye. death of the movie. Like, out of here. And then, like, at the school, like, a big point of the rest of the movie also is, like, well, where did she go? Like, someone has taken her and the boys have the bets of, like, was she killed? She's dead. She's definitely dead. That's right. Or Tr- if she's run away. Yeah, Trina's announced is missing and they've decided that Ginger can't go to school anymore and that's when, yeah, um, fucking, um, blah, 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 B, I keep getting B's name. B, Bridget, just, Bridget. she's starting to, like, write a note, like a parent's note to be like, please excuse Ginger from school today because blah, 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 blah. But then, like, you're hearing all these PAs. The PA voice is Lucy Lawless, by the way. Uncredited. Ah. Xena. Um, the PA is announcing, like, oh, can these students please... Wait, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless. You Ruby from Ash vs. Evil Dead, and you go straight to Mimi Rogers, and you completely forget about Lucy Lawless. Because she's Lawless. not a main character. Yes, she is! Not in this movie. I don't get Lucy <laughs> Lawless is involved. I mean, she's more of a main character in Evil Dead than freaking... Well, the Mimi Rogers. Because we're not talking about Evil Dead. We're talking about Ginger's But you know... <laughs> We have a situation right now. We don't have a situation. Please please hold. We do not have a situation. Please hold. (laughs) For fuck's sake. We're talking... (laughs) That's a big fact to leave out. (laughs) We're talking about ginger snaps. I don't give (laughs) two That's a very clear evil If you give two shits, we'll finish this episode. (laughs) Fuck. This is now an evil dead episode, people. Sorry. (laughs) For fuck's sake. 
Cassie's also very done with my shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Back to our previous scheduled content. Oh, for fuck's sake. Anywho. <laughs> for God's sake. Long story short, right now, skipping ahead. So, Ginger's not coming to school. B forges a note. Dinner that night. Mum finds out that they forged because a principal called up and wanted to know if Ginger was okay and she needs to come to school to talk to police because she had a fight with the missing girl. And she did yell like, I will kill you to yes. the missing now girl. Which, I mean, technically they're not wrong. She should kill them, so... Mum, parents are upset. Ginger storms off. V goes to join Ginger. They're like, nope, sit Mum goes, no, sit your ass down. And then... B does a really good job of distracting the mother, being like, hey, no, it's okay. I'm just discovering myself. Like, the, like the mum's going to be all like, B, you need to think for yourself. Stop following your sister's shadow. Blah, 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 blah. And that's when B notices on her mum's craft table, there is monkshood. Yeah. And she goes, I need to end this conversation quickly and get this monkshood to bloody Sam right now. Well, she gets it, but then before that, though, she goes downstairs to go to make sure, like, Ginger's okay before she rests to Sam. And Ginger's sitting there, cutting her tail off. She's not doing well. But, um, yeah, so she's trying to cut her tail off, and this was like, really creepy to watch with her with a knife in the tail. B convinces her not to do so, calms her sister down. They go to sleep that night. B sleeps with a baseball bat in her hands. Yeah. <laughs> and the next day she brings a monkshood to Sam. She's like, I don't know if you eat it. I don't know if you sniff it. I don't know if you whatever. And Sam Just goes, do it. Sam goes, you got to inject it. And they make this like really edgy looking way of making the monkshood. Like, you were like, he's a drug dealer. He would totally have a Bunsen burner. He has a Bunsen burner. Like, he would totally have, have, have a Bunsen burner. And no, they decide to heat it up over a bloody candle. Yep. They, use, they get, like, a measuring cup with, like, alcohol, like, isopropyl alcohol and um, the monkshood. And they're hydrating it and they're, like, mixing it and they put it over. They get a black candle. Just a solid black tapered candle. Gothy's got a goth. Gothy's got a goth. And then just put the little, like, stainless steel uh, measuring cup over the top, boil it up, and they stick, like, a cotton ball in there and they mm. put the needle in there. And they're like, yeah, hell yeah, anti- Werewolf venom, right here. But, like, in the meantime, though, because but when she's gone, because, like, Ginger can't go back to school, obviously. Oh, yeah, and she B locked, locked her in the bathroom. Bee did lock her in the bathroom, yeah. Ginger's just, like, done. This is, this is like, her breaking point mm. of, like, she's not Ginger anymore. She's just going for it. And she's broken out of the bathroom. The door's all scratched. She's, she's not Ginger anymore. Yeah, she's going insane. Like, yeah, she's just beating herself against the door continuously, scratching against the door, and she does escape. Um, that's when, um... Sam does admit to be that he knows it's for Ginger and this could kill her, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, we've got to try something. Like, this is the one thing. And she goes home, but then she runs into Jason because now it's Halloween and kids are trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah, and he's all pimply and he's, he's like, picking on the kid who's dressed, dressed as a, a cow? cow. Yeah, there's a kid dressed as a cow and you just, like, cross over to Jason who's shaking a child dressed as a cow. But he's he totally like, eat the child? I don't know. He's turning already, like, because he's been infected, so. Yeah, I don't know. He just looks at him and goes, get off that kid! And he's, and Jason just looks at him and goes, oh, hell yeah, a chick. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. Right. That's a change of character, but alright. And they tussle for a bit, but then J- B actually gets the needle into his neck. Mm. 
and it works on him. He actually, like, he, he falls down to the ground with the needle sticking out of his neck, and then he gets up, his normal voice returns, and he looks at B with the needle sticking out of his neck, going, I've got a class to go to. He's so disorientated. He's like, um, I'm, I've lost time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm... Yeah. It's weird. But it was fun. It was fun. But anyway, he goes back, and in the meantime, Ginger's gone to school, found Jason's friends, and she's got blood coming out of the side of her head. Oh, yeah! Because she's, like, bashed herself to hell in the bathroom. Yeah, she's holding her coat together really weirdly, and she goes to, like, Jason's guy friends to be like, are you going to the party tonight? And they're like, yeah, you've got red on you. You've got something on you. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Um party tonight, I'm in charge of the prizes, and one of you could be a winner. And she just flashes them. Oh, yeah, and the guidance counselor looks past, and he's like, Ginger! Office. Time office now! <laughs> She's like, okay, 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 okay. This is the same teacher, though, who previously, at the start of the movie, had said how disturbing their project had been. Yeah. So she already wasn't too crash hot on this teacher. Mm-hmm. So she's going down that list of people who were mean to her. Have wronged her. Have yeah. wronged her, and she's just... Taking her opportunities when she can, I guess. So, yeah. yeah, he's like, get to my office. And she goes and yep. B finds her later, doesn't she? And just kind of finishes there. B runs there to the school to find Ginger. With yeah. the guidance counselor, like... Oh, guidance counselor. He's gone. He gone. He murdered. His he guts gone. are all over the sidewall. It's just a red office. He gone. That guy bled out. It reminded me of um that scene in the first Candyman movie mm. where the doctor's sitting at the desk talking to Helen saying, like, it's been, like, three months. And then Candyman, like, reaches through his chest and takes his all bloody. Yeah. And he's just it. sitting there chilling and it reminds me of that scene. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Guidance council is gone. Bee's just like, that's it. No, we're staying here until everyone goes. We're cleaning this up. I've got a cure for you. This will be fine. Yeah. She's like, stay here. But also after that, we cut back to the parents who are just doing like their gardening. Yeah. And then her dad's like, oh my god. He's found the two like thought out fingers. Yes. From Trina. And the mum's like, oh, it's just a movie prop. It's fine. It's from their dad project. It's okay. She knows. And she puts it in like a Tupperware container. Yep. And just pops it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that. And yep. it's just like, gonna come back later yeah well she waits until like the dad's like gone somewhere or whatever and then she starts digging up in the cubby house and she finds trina's body yeah yeah i love how supportive this mom this is. mom is just she just wants to be there for her daughters like it's insane it's so fucked but it's so insane. it's so it's fucked so but good. she's a wonderful mom but yeah good question mm-hmm. but um Back to the school. So yeah. the guidance counselor, gone, dead. Dead. They waited until after school so they can clean up after everything. However, the, um, okay, so everyone goes. B leaves to go find cleaning supplies. Oh, yeah, because the office is, like, far um, away. Yeah, like, she, she goes to the janitor's closet. Like, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's just... But then she comes back to find the janitor crawling towards her on the ground. So the janitor has gone in to clean up the office, oh, just doing his rounds, and found Ginger, and Ginger attacked him, and... Because he was being creepy to be earlier on. He wasn't he... even being creepy. He's yeah. helping her. She thought he was being creepy. Yeah, because she's protective. She's jealous of her sister, so... Well, jealous of any attention that her sister gets, and she doesn't want her sister getting that attention. So every time that attention's given to her, she's like, no, they're being creepy to you, back off. Yeah. So she's being overprotective and possessive of her sister 
territorial, like you've said before. Yeah, yeah, territorial. Yeah. yeah. And so the she like she's just torturing this half dead janitor, being like, I hate the way he looks at you and then just completely murders him. And oh she thrashes him around a little bit, like she throws him like he's jumped away, he falls mm-hmm. it back, she throws him to the wall, he she smashes his head into like the fire hose mm-hmm. ring, and he's not dying. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, he's still alive. We can fix this still, it's okay. And Ginger's like, nah, and just like finishes him off there and then. And B's like, okay, yep, no, we're definitely fucked now. Yep. So at this point, Ginger is two dead bodies and a dog mm-hmm. in. Yeah, two dead bodies and a dog. And a dog, yeah. Yeah, one dog. No, she's one dog in. But yeah, we're four dogs death in the movie, but... One is her, two dead bodies. Yeah. Two are from her. But, um... I love the makeup of Ginger here, because she's starting to get more subtly wolf. Like, you can see it in her eyes. I agree. The curvature of her front eyes start going in. Yeah. She's starting to look more canine in her face. But um, after the janitor's like dead, he's gone. He, she, he, he gone. He had like he. It showed that she had infected the janitor, and B was like, "Okay, you've infected him, but we can get him help. I know what will cure him." And then Ginger just goes, "Nah," <laughs> kills him. And then that's when the incest moment happened. That's when she starts cornering B and says, "Like we're not like we're related anymore. We need to escape. You have our own path." And starts really getting creepily close to her and that's when B starts sticking up for herself and she's like, No. This I said wrong. When I when we said that we were going to die together, it was together I wasn't going to die for you. Mm. And that's when they fight and Ginger just leaves her sister on the ground and goes, Well, I don't need you anymore. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then it goes back to the mum who's still gardening at night. She digs yeah, she digs up she digs it's a very, very quick probably like minute scene where because obviously, like, they found the fingers beforehand. The mum's suspicious, but she's like, hmm, gonna mm-hmm. just be the cool mum. And then she's digging up in the garage or the cubby house, whatever it is. Mm. And that's when she finds the body. They don't show you the body, but you know what she's She's found, found it. She's found it. Yeah. And her, I love how, like, her first instinct is, like, I'm gonna burn my house down for these two girls then. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. it. Because okay. she goes to pick up, she finds, um... She finds B. Finds B, who's running to try and find, like, hitchhike. She's trying to hitchhike. She's trying to get people... to this party. Yeah. Because there's a party going on at Sam's greenhouse later, and she's trying to hitch a ride with all these party cars. Mm. No one's picking her up, and then this... Obviously, like, she's also like freaking nutter, like, running down the street, being like, help me. Help me, let me in, I need to get to the party. Um, and then, yeah, uh, mum pulls up, picks up Bridget, and says, you girls have done, like, a terrible thing, um, but if you were to, if someone were to find out about it, like, I wouldn't, like, I don't want them to take you away, you'd go to jail, I don't want them to take you away, you're my baby, so tomorrow morning, what we'll do was... Get she'll your, leave the gas on. She'll and... fill the house up with gas and light a match, and us girls can go start a new life. She'll take the blame because I asked her, like, what about that? And she's like, it's fine, I'll take the blame. I always take the blame. Which... Yeah, what about that? He'll, he'll just blame me. Let's just leave him. Yeah. Because they were going to counseling in the beginning, so you can tell the relationship wasn't working out. It wasn't too crash anyway. But mm. I love how her first reasoning is well, my daughter's just killed and buried somebody. I'm gonna burn my house down to yeah. protect them. Very protective mother. She's very cute. She's, like, she's good. Oh, yeah. But so 
during this time, Ginger showed up to the party. She's like she, full puppy dog mode. Puppy dog she's mode. Like, she's oh. yeah. <laughs> Everyone just thinks she's wearing really cool effects makeup on her I face. I do like again. Like I like how they pulled in like the Halloween of like she's obviously not Ginger anymore. Yeah. But it's Halloween, so it's just a costume. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Cause like she like. Because she walks all the way at the back of the party to Sam's office and tries to boink him. Yeah. And her crop top lifts up and she's got full on, like... Puppy... Puppy teats all over yeah, her stomach. She's... Yeah, she's... Like, she's gone wolfy and she's trying to boink Sam and Sam's just like, this is fucked up. No, don't want this. Well, because he knows what she is. Yeah. Like, he's like, no, this isn't you. I know what you are. Like, no. And she's pretty persistent and he's like, no, Ginger, stop. Get off me. Get off me. And... He kicks her off. He kicks, he kicks her, her off. off. And that's when Bridget shows up and storms through the door and they all fight. And then, oh, what do they... Because, yeah, because she attacks Sam. Sam's, like, stuck in the side with, like, his um arm injured. And that's when Bridget says, fine, look, stop hurting people that get close to me. Yeah. And she slices her hand. She slices Bridget's ha- um, Ginger's hand. They do, like, their blood-packed thing again. And she's like, there we go. I'm part of you now. I'm like you. Yeah. So she's turned herself into a... She's infected herself. She's now wet. She's going to change soon. But she does tell Sam in the meantime, though, that the cure works. Like, kind of that, it's fine. We've got this. I'm going to do this. The cure works. He doesn't tell... But she doesn't tell him that until he's boinked Ginger over the head with the, ha- with the yeah, shovel. Yeah, afterwards. Because and they, he's like, it's fine. The cure works. Like, he's like, you could have to told to me. <laughs> and he's like, well, you could have told me that earlier before he smacked her on the head. Yeah. Now you get her out of this freaking building and... Yeah, because they go, they drive back in his van, and Ginger's in the back of the van, like fully transforming. Yeah, yeah, like she's just. That's when she, yeah, she goes from like puppy Ginger to like werewolf Ginger. Yeah, werewolf Ginger. Oh god, I wonder where the dad is in all this because he doesn't really make another appearance, does he? No, I think he wasn't a big character anyway. He was just there to spit out food when needed. Yeah, <laughs> spit out, food. have chicken when obviously they've got ham in the middle of their table. That's a blooper, by the way. There's that one scene. Yeah, I was like, looking at that, and I was like, did the mum cook two dishes? But then also, like, my mum would cook a special dinner for my dad sometimes if he didn't like what we were eating, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and he was <sighs> eating, eating chicken bones whilst there was a giant ham in the middle of the um, dinner. Anyway, that's gone back a few scenes. Fun effect. Yeah. Okay, where are we up to? Oh, um, we're up to the final standoff, because yeah, they come are. back to the house. Yeah, oh, so. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you see, every episode, you're like, okay, I'll be three egg glasses in. And I'd be like, when is this over? Yeah, we're in a, we've been recording for about two hours and 22 minutes. I'm going to have some fun time. I mean, I'm more than happy to listen to this with yeah, you. Yeah, okay. It'll take twice as long. It's fine. Uh, so they're in the van, and they're driving back, and Ginger's changing. She's changing. And then they get back to their house. And he goes, and is the door open or the window's broken? Something's broken. And the, van, like, the, the door is like slightly ajar Yeah, or and he's like, I should have fixed that. Like, I hope she hasn't escaped. Yeah, and then he peeks in and he's like, I can't see anything. And he opens the door and she just like barrels out. Yeah. She's tricked him. She's entered the house. Yeah, she's in the house. And they look like from the garage into the house and they're like, well, that's where the cure is. And that's where Ginger is. If we go in, we're dead. <laughs> leave go to the shops make your own but no they decide the wolf spain is in the house we've got to get We've've that got to particular get... one yeah i'm like no just just wait till tomorrow wait till hobby lobby opens and yeah. off you go i don't even think they used the entirety of it when they were in his bloody um house because that's what i was a bit confused about because why don't you just use the stuff that's in his bloody room unless they did use it all and they were just really bad at making their cure drug 
I saw that three quarter cup or whatever it was, and there was like was a few a leaves lot. in there. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. she had like a whole she had the bush. tree. Sh- yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't think that. I was like, we're going back to the house to get the cure. And I'm like, wasn't that at the greenhouse where you just were? Yeah. But okay. Movie got a movie. Movie got a movie. (laughs) But yeah, so he's got, like, he's useless with one arm. He's only got the use of one arm. Like, one of his arms fucked because Ginger attacked it. Yeah. And she's feeling the change, so her body is freezing up. Well, she's like, my hand is numb. I can't feel anything. She has no pain anymore. Yeah. And so, like, they're both hobbling around the kitchen. He's got, like, measuring cups in his mouth and all that. And they grab everything they need and they hide inside, like, the walk-in pantry. I love it. And I was like, okay. Righto. And they make it. And this is when they bring in the minor romance plot. Like, very, very minor. Very subtle. Because they make a dosage and he looks at the and says, let's just take this and run. Yeah, he's like, let's take this cure, put it in you, we'll give it to you, and, and we'll just, just get out. Like it, we'll leave town. We'll leave your sister here. I mean, everyone's fucked anyway. Mm, let's just get out Off of here. You go. And I'm like, that's you know what? I think that's fair enough. Cause I think Ginger's too far gone for the cure. No, I agree, and that's where he says too. Even like it passes back. Like we don't know if this is gonna kill her or if it's gonna help her. Mm. And she gave it to Jason, and he she's like, it helped him. He wasn't as far gone. No, he was in early days. Yeah, so. Yeah. They, they can't guarantee that, like, yeah, this is going to work. I can see that it's going to work, or... And then they fight who's going to anyway. leave, like, get out of the pantry first to give it to her. And I feel like B should have done it, because Sam's, like, all, like, doing the hero thing of going, no, 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 I'll, I'll do it, do I'll do it. it, I'll do it. Like, you have one useless arm. She at least has the advantage of being B's, uh, Ginger's sister. She could kind of maybe diffuse the situation a little bit, or... Or at least just, like, like, she could take a few punches before going in and yeah. getting a needle. But no, he's like, no, I've got this, I'm gonna do this. And as soon as he walks out the door... There <laughs> <laughs> goes. I wrote down... R.I.P. Sam. Four dead now. <laughs> Four dead now. Well, he's not dead, not quite. There was yet. a lot of blood. A lot of blood. And I'm and like, oh yeah, he's definitely dead. He's definitely dead. Well, she, um... Was it? They... She... Goes off to find him because, yeah, there's, there's like, a lot of flashing lights, a lot of kerfuffling outside the um Very similar to when, like, Ginger was first taken yeah. by it. It was that sort of style, very quick. They don't want to Lots show the screaming. Well, they still didn't want to see the werewolf yet. Yeah. So it's the that whole reveal to see it, so they didn't want you to see Ginger. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so Ginger takes um, Sam away. And in the blood, you see the syringe with the little purple... With the purple, yeah, yeah. In it. And she's like, yay, there's still a cure. It's fine. I'm not totally fucked. Yeah, she picks it up and she goes to try and find where Sam and Ginger went. And yeah, she drops it. She dro- Yeah, she goes down to the basement where their room is. Uh. And she drops it under the unfinished staircase. So it's stuck there. But then she hears Sam yelling. And we're like, oh no, yeah. Sam's still alive. Like, yay. And she forgets about the cure. Goes to find Sam. And Sam Sam's not doing well. He's not doing well. He's slumped against a wall. <laughs> covered in blood. Not he's doing red. well. And he's, like, on the brink of death. Like, he is so close. And Ginger's on one side of him. And B crawls up slowly and just, like... And Ginger is full wolf form. We now see her full wolf it's form now. It's a good now. Yeah. wolf, which we had a whole discussion of, like, I loved the wolf. I loved the look of it. Because you said earlier, like, it was very buffy. It was very buffy. Things, and yeah. I loved that. I like the general look. I don't... Yeah, I like it. It's very intimidating, scary. They didn't do, like, 
hot werewolf. They did it for in the beginning while she was transforming, mm. but when she's full werewolf, she was hideous. hideous she was not terrifying. A it was a dog. Like yeah. it's not a person. It was a wolf. It was gonna come get you. Ginger's gone. She gone. She's not coming. She back. gone. She's not coming back. She's past point of return. Yeah. But um, V starts like crawling towards them, trying not to look too intimidating, and trying to act like she's on Ginger's start side. She starts like drinking the blood on the floor of Sam. Yeah. To try and be like, I'm on your side. See, is this what got me though? Because I wasn't too sure. Because I understood the part where. She was trying to be on her side, like, yes, I'm with you, I've got this. But she's also infected already at this point yeah. as well. So was she just double reassuring that she was on her side? Did Ginger even know? Because she could still defer. Like, she could still go, no, nah, I'm not going to go with you. Yeah. And that's what she ended up doing because... She puked up yeah, the she blood. puked. She couldn't stomach the blood. Yeah. And she puked it all up. And Ginger was like... Ginger immediately went, oh, well, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> and then killed Sam. And then you get the final fight scene, and it was it went on for a while. It went for a while. There was a bit there. I kind of sat on my phone. It wasn't a long fight, but it was long enough to be like, okay, you cool, done now. Cool, cool. Yeah, you're good. But eventually, we accept the fact that Ginger's not coming back, and she full on stabs it. Like Ginger's yeah. gone. She, she's gone. Skis. She's there. Ending scene. Ginger's dead. Roll holding credits. onto her sister. Roll credits, and that was it. Like the ending was pretty good. I like the ending. It was just a very. Yeah, no, Ginger, like, I don't know how they could have come back from that with anything else. Like, yeah. Ginger, the main character's dead. Sand, the other, like, main character's dead. The mum was still at that party being like, what the fuck? She wasn't that major of a character anyway. Yeah. And then B, the other main character, did her duty as the main character and, I guess, lack of a better word, final girl. And yeah. I'm was kind cradling of... the corpse of her sister. So it's like, okay, I mean, that's it. There's nothing else you could do. I wanted mum to come back and they just set the house on fire and get the hell out of there. Maybe they did. I really <laughs> wanted that, but if you've seen the sequel, you know what happens. And I haven't seen any of the sequels. Like, again, like, I watched this movie when I was, like, 12. Mm. And I, I got sleepovers. I didn't really watch it. Oh. So the sequels intrigued me by, by like, what you and, like, Sue talking about. I don't know if I want to watch them. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. The sequel it starts off okay. Like Ginger's on the. Oh, not Ginger. Um, Bee's still alive. She's on the run, and she's taking um the drug that the cure the cure ended up only being temporary and they take it like daily oh. and I think that's a pretty cool concept that's cool because like they made it but yeah, they never really explored further of how much it why you. was did they explain the sequel why B was on the run did they think she killed everybody because there's another wolf chasing her oh. and that's why there's all these fan fictions saying that other wolf is Sam no yeah I'm like he did he, he did he like, was there could very... be another werewolf that just goes yes there's another werewolf out here because B says to there's another girl in it like a young girl in this it's set in asylum it's very like mm-hmm. girl interrupted yeah. um, it's in a it's set in asylum there's this girl called Ghost and Ghost is like oh like what if like it wants to be your friend or what if yada 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 and she's like no Ghost this other wolf wants to mate with me um, and yeah that's why everyone's like fan fiction it's totally Sam oh no yeah that's it that's no, it that's not it. everything has to be a fanfic yeah that's it I mean <laughs> I mean, I understand, like, the Game of Thrones ending sucked, and people were sad about that, and they rewrote the ending. Mm. No, 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 no. Yeah. Again, just like that, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I know. Like, the sequel, the second movie was quite dreadful. I didn't like it, especially the ending. Like, it could have been a strong sequel, because it's set in Asylum, like... 
that's a cool setting. Like an asylum in general is a cool setting. Like, like she you... gets caught out, and they send they send her into an asylum because of the whole werewolf thing. Oh well, yeah, think I she's mean, crazy. like she's saying that like her sister turned into a werewolf and murdered three people. Yeah, ate all the neighborhood dogs. The mum's probably like, what's well, better than prison? Well, the mum and... doesn't even exist in this film. <gasps> she's not. In a, she's on the run. She's. Oh, she's on the run, yeah. So there's no Mm. mum, no mum. She just winds up in this asylum and because they they just think she's a druggie because she's got all these holes in her um, arm from taking... um, The antidote. The antidote, the uh, wolfsbane or the monkswood or whatever. Oh, it says assume she's... They assume she's a drugger, so they take her drugs away from her and then she has to start boinking some security guard to get her drugs because it's a corrupt asylum, pretty much like Girl Interrupted. Ah, oh, see, I was going to go straight to um, Curse of Chucky with Corrupted Asylums. Mm. The one where Nika's in the wheelchair. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 And yeah. the really creepy, like, um, psychologist. Yeah. This one really tells you, like, the story. Yeah. This one really to Curse of Chucky and all that, like, with, um, was it Cult, sorry? Curse? Curse. Cult? Curse, yeah. Oh, no, Cult. Curse cult. is the first one with the mansion. Cult is the yes. asylum. Yeah. yeah sorry, that's it. That's okay. I was also going, whoop. Right. Too many Chucky too many, movies and we Chuckies. love them. <laughs> we love a good Chucky movie over here. Yeah. But yeah, the second one, quite dreadful. The third one was really cool because that was set in colonial times. And um, I really like that one because it's basically telling you almost the exact same story, but... Differently? Yeah, with like almost like a cowboy and Indians kind of setting. Was it like the prequel, like the setup of like how the werewolves came to be? Well, kind of like Chainsaw Massacre, they kinda, where they, they go back to like how their family became the cannibals, sort of thing, like the origin look, origin um, story. That's what I'm looking for. We might rewatch it. It might be a bit insensitive because like it features like they track the werewolf stuff to some kind of cursed like Indian. Africa. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they try to do like okay. some sort of weird tribal curse yeah. or something. And they um, they basically, the two girls, they wind up at this um, settlement that has high walls. Similar to like the one in Pocahontas. Um, oh, yeah. Settlement with high walls and they close the gates at night to keep the beasts out. But then they let the girls in and did not realize that one of them had been bitten. Oh. And it's a fairly interesting movie. Are we going to ever cover those two movies or nah? <laughs> we can cover them both at once. Okay. We'll do a bad movie episode. Okay. We'll, we'll maybe look into that. Yeah, we'll look into that. We, but... we have a list already of things we want to cover, so maybe that can be a little bloody filler. Well, bloody filler. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll cover that next time. Anyway, with that, that concludes tonight's, today's, it's now nighttime. we've been doing this since 3pm. We did watch a movie in yeah. that, though. We did. We, we did. did. We watched a movie. We had dinner. My cat's now asleep next to us. Your cats are pretty cute. Yeah. Well, she was being a shit outside. We had to let her in. Yeah. Anyway, so that concludes today's episode of Bloody Hell and Ginger Snaps. Let us know of what you would like us to do next. We are on these socials, so please be sure to stab that follow button on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, and help us improve our social media game. That would be wonderful. Thank you. Anyway, we're going to say goodnight. You're going to say goodnight, Carly? Night. Bye. 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 <laughs>